Hello, dickheads! Welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. Uh, hopefully, that initial uh, announcement will get rid of all the fucking people I don't want to talk to today, which is <laughs> fucking loads of people. Uh, but I do want to listen to everyone in the Honest Wargamer chat. Yeah, fucking hello, Grant, you gorgeous fella. Uh, I'm joined by Mr. Joe Cryer today. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, it's a strong intro because it's a strong show, and I'm fucking fed up. Yeah. So there'll be someone in the YouTube comments like, I don't like this behaviour. And I'm like, good, you're exactly who I don't want to listen. So get lost. <laughs> leave. Joe Cryer in the house. Hello, Joe. How are you? Not too bad, man. How's it going? Oh, my God. Gorgeous. Can't wait to talk to the Twitch chat. Look at the fucking legends in there. Warhammer Rob, Neural Shocks Dub, yeah, Primark. You buddies too, all right? Yeah, Bob okay. Rick and Smith. Uh, chill with the fire shots. though it's been super warm here and like in the midwest and super warm and chill with the fire emotes all right <laughs> <laughs> i can't read but i can see those flames that's... no thanks <laughs> there's loads of flame emotes in the chat uh, are we the baddies now played old gavin no we're the goodies uh joe's on the show today to talk to me about all of the new aos content and at the end of the show he's going to talk to me about using his helon lumineth realm lords list that he managed to get third with you went 4-1 at the event of the weekend right I did, yep, yep, yep. At buggy a GT. Buggy to... Um, uh, so yeah. My car ate all the bugs on the way down there, that's for Pardon? sure. Pardon me? My car my car ate all of the bugs on the way down. I got back and my car was actually more bug than car. It was good. So I'll be doing the jokes then today, apparently. Uh, yeah. Fucking crap. I just woke up, man. I'm just okay. <laughs> <laughs> he called me two hours early, guys, so this is uh, rough. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh man oh man right we, like, no, like number one like and this is important are you okay how are you keeping well i'm good yeah i'm much better than i was last time we talked so good 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 yeah all right good good i'm i'm happy about that uh joe joining us from uh manitoba minnesota from there i know that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for appreciating it Thanks for crushing it. Uh, right, okay. So, actually, I get some before we get into the new stuff, which I haven't talked about if you've been listening to the shows, let's kind of recap a little bit, Joe. Um, so, uh, probably the biggest point of contention so far, it seems, from the New Age of Sigma stuff, seems to be around uh, unit coherency. How are you feeling about unit coherency so far? What are your thoughts on it? Like, as a rule, like it, don't like it, think it's good, think there might be some problems? Where are you at? Um, not bothered. Haven't not, had to use it yet. You know, like, like we'll figure it out. Yeah, like, I, like I get your point with the the one by tens, uh, like not going away for like the skinks in the back or whatever. But with the board side shrinking, and if you like, it, like if you still need like a brimstone squad to screen in the back, then the the triangles on the end by nine is probably fine. And the and also for like twenty fives the base to base one by ones are also pretty fun but um yeah i'm not super bothered like, like with the board size shrinking and everything else like it's probably going to be fine we'll okay. figure it out like we've figured out how to go from rank and file to skirmish we can figure out how to go to sort of rank and file i bet i imagine i'm not you, i'm not worried do you think that there is a? Do you think that there might be an issue for? Like, are you hoping for? Like, are you hoping for there to be some war scroll rewrites to see some like forty mil models get some two inch range weapons sort of a situation? Oh, absolutely, we need that. Like, I get that. Like, the wardens from Lumineth have actual five inch spears on the model. 
that's why they have three inch range, but we definitely need longer range like attacks from the larger base sizes if they're gonna have us locked to an inch. Like it works, it works better in 40k because it's two inches for that. I think it might be better for like those big base stuff if they went from one inch to two inches and then one inch for everything smaller. But I mean, they know better than me, so or something. <laughs> Pete in the chat has got the best answer to this so far. If the coherency issue has taught me anything, it's that I never knew so many people were offended by lines and models. I will make more effort in the future to still arrange as many lines as possible. Pete, you and me both. You and me both. Talking to all my like all my 40k teammates watching me play change host for the last three years, they've been like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> With just little lines of rainbow horrors all over the table. <laughs> <laughs> So if I I'm the culprit that screwed everyone's coherency up, then fuck you, buddies. I don't know. Like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I enjoyed Chris Dane saying, I'm an idiot, so 10 out of 10 will lose so many models in the first three months to do it this accident. <laughs> <laughs> Mini Mag Trey is also knows. rich. He's self-aware. Mini Mag Trey is going to be so, super rich. Those people that make MDF <laughs> movement trays, they're rich as shit. They're like fucking... Oh, I don't know if there isn't going to be some like come out from Games Workshop. They do actually sell some. Well, they sold some for a bit when they sold uh, that forty k um, uh, apocalypse. Yeah, um, apocalypse. So that was I think it. I've seen one person use theirs. Yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I would. <laughs> um, Eric Sorbonne says, of course, I don't uh, fucking get that a Phoenix guy get a two inch uh, two inch range with a little tiny spear, and our boys or brutes that are double the size get a one inch range on their weapon. Uh, that makes sense. It's just like boxing, it's right? It's like boxing. What's their weapon range? You know, what's the reach of their arms? You know, like, and ultimately, some some people not born equal. But like, let's just kind of jump off on a positive note. Probably we'll see some like army wide, like game wide FAQs. We're gonna see, and hopefully they're gonna be just as crystal clear as the base guide uh, that we've had done previously. That works kind of mainly, mostly. Um, so that'll be fun. And then we'll get the 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 weapon ranges changed because that would be key. Or like an example of like gluttons, right? You would never take like a unit of twelve gluttons, even though you're like kind of like encouraged to take a unit of twelve gluttons because obviously mm -hmm. the impact hits and everything else. So maybe they'll just drop the points because you were like, you're probably gonna run mins of threes, and they kind of know that, yeah, mm -hmm. or fours or whatever it is. But like then, so they'll um, so they'll drop the they'll drop the units. Am I making sense? Yeah, I mean, and also, like, they started with Ogres, right, and then Giants later on, which the Giants wouldn't be affected by this, but the Ogres being, like, the count as two models, on, like, on objectives, they could just be, like, they don't need to do that until they have over eight, maybe. Like, like, like armies could gain rules that say they could go in a one-by-one -one line, even though they're 40s or 50 mils. Like, they've done rules like that already, so who cares? Yeah. Okay. Like, they might just do that as like a faction ability too later on, be, and that'd be fine. I don't think anyone would care. So you're ambivalent to the change. You're not bothered by the change, and you just think we'll work it out. Basically, yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. No strong feelings either way. Nice. No. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to look at some of the new rules, which I've got a lot of strong feelings about. Mainly about wanting to become a swamp boggler or whatever it is I'm going to be. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> mainly with the coherency You're gonna be anything, no one, Rob. That's will no it. one think of the kids the memes coming out of the coherency have been phenomenal I mean like I, I kind of I just re-echo my thoughts from Monday Night Show obviously it makes deep striking incredibly viable like way way better it makes monsters really good because they can 
grab onto the end of a unit now. It's going to make you harder to charge large blocks of whatever. It probably won't have large blocks. Units that were already bad are worse. So talking about uh, gluttons. Units that were already shooting are better. Like, you know. <laughs> well, no, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, no, I'm just talking about coherency. So like, so kind of like those he like heavy cavalry and also like heavy infantry units are just worse. Not Croxigore though. Two inch range. Not Croxigore. Now's the time to shine, boys. You don't have a skink keyword. You basically don't have any keywords. But, whoop, let's go. Um, uh, uh, someone Twitter, I don't see what the big uh, deal is. I just, uh, I'll just take size on my Kurgoths, so you're acknowledging swords are fucked. Says Colonel Cabbage, yes. Hey, Sircon, uh, can we start over? We're, don't worry, we haven't started. We're just recapping some stuff from previously. We haven't started with the new stuff. Hey, J.P. Stevens, who's excited to charge Stoneguard screen with 20 Sentinels behind them? Me. JP Stevens, because I'm going to do it having shot you off the board with my swamp bogglers earlier in the game. So, <laughs> screw you. <laughs> Coggolides are bad. Uh, in exclamation marks, says Blob, uh, fish slapper, refuses to elaborate and is left. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going in. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going in on this. I was like, oh, we'll just fucking skip it. But no, I'm going in. Right? Right. Other than. Conga lines are not, they're not even conga lines, FYI. They're lines of screens rather than conga lines. You're thinking of something else when you say conga lines. Other than a line of dudes, what was, what's the net gain for this? Like, what's the positive? Like, that's what I'm asking. Joe Twitch chat, give me one positive. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm, like, we, we're all pretty, fairly clear they didn't want people to stand dudes in lines. Fine. What's the, What's the, uh, just waiting for the chat? They wanted to nerf foot ogres and oh. chaos knights. Uh, they wanted to, like, get rid of foot ogres and chaos knights, maybe? Uh, looks about on the table. It's the only thing I can think of, says Gabawaki. But does it make any difference? Does it? Like, with the table shrinking by a quarter, it really doesn't, like. And the units that were already good are still good. The units that were bad oh, are worse. Yeah, units yeah. of the battle worse, generally. So no, I don't think, maybe looks. Yeah, maybe looks. I guess it's like that guy who had like his ribs removed. <laughs> like he removed a rib, so he kind of had like a better shape. And you're like, yeah, yeah I guess you kind of look better. But functionally, you're in a yeah. really bad spot. That's not good for you, man. Like, that doesn't work. Anyway. <laughs> um... <laughs> It may have been for other reasons, but we can't talk about that on Twitch. <laughs> uh, it makes precise movement more of a skill. Uh, but if it wasn't precise movement, or it makes it makes any movement a skill. It's the fucking wizardry. Like you're only going to move dudes on trays right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you're in trouble. Anyway, right. Let's go to the next one. Um, the fact that uh, I could string out a unit forty chain rush board edge to board edge was a bit silly. I mean, it wasn't good. It was silly to the wall, Wilco. I just think, I think, like, fine that you felt like that, but I think there's a whole bunch of people who was like, like, when I saw a line of ghosts, I was like, cool, that's what a line of ghosts would look like in real life, I guess, if I had to, like, I mean, it's like, a line I of ghosts. I've, yeah, I've, seen, I've ghosts. seen Lord of the Rings. It was a line of ghosts <laughs> and ran over everyone. It's okay. <laughs> like, seen that movie. Everything's cool. Uh, thanks for Smorgan for pointing out the fact that Slangor have got two inch range on their weapons, so now units of six are very viable. Joe, 
you did a slash review on for Goonhammer. How do you feel about that statement? I appreciate everything else Morgan's ever said. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't realize geometry was such a flashpoint. Me either. Um, all right. Just finished 10 models of my comp list. Uh, six of Hey, just what look like. Screens, aka pickets, are real formation in flank and rank and file combat. Team and cash, they are. They are 100%. That was the whole. That's kind of the purpose. Sk- the skirmish. The word skirmish. I imagine a skirmish game comes from the idea of a skirmish line. I used to do a screamer, which is a Filipino martial art, which was Spanish for skirmish. Uh, we weren't ever taught how to fight. Like it wasn't like swords and shields. It was like uh, tie ropes around your uh, arteries so that you, if you bled, like you couldn't bleed out as easily, and then get launched like a psychopath <laughs> into the enemy lines. That's what, how you were trained. <laughs> Man, hand-to-hand combat wars were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> anyway, right, let's talk about the new stuff. Uh, right. And by the way, I'm, I'm so hype about the new stuff, Joe. Like, beside yeah. myself. Mainly because of the Swamp Bogglers, is what I'm going to say. They've got me by the short and curlies. I was, last night, I was just sat at home like, at like midnight. I didn't finish here till like midnight. Then I got home and I was just like, I'm going to do some swampy terrain. I'm going to do swampy bases. Like, it's going to be sweet. Uh, <laughs> You're sitting in the back just like putting mud on bases like everything's going to be fine. <laughs> this is going to be so good. Vols and right, thanks for resubscribing. Here Rob goes. He's going to tell us how to properly stab people again. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, that's Anyway, Eric Sorbonen. Although my martial arts instructor always said uh, there's there's better and best ways to stab people, but we'll talk about that another day. Uh, Eric Sorbonen. I feel like cavalry units of five will become very reliable for screening and skirmishing with the meta shifting. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Eric Sorbonen. Uh, I guess I guess if you, were, if you were upset by there being a line of infantry dudes in a straight line or a skirmish line, it's going to be absolutely okay to see a line of cavalry sideways <laughs> moving up the board. Won't break my cohesion or immersion at all. In no way is that. That's fine though, right, Joe? <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. Nailed I dated it. a horse girl for like two and a half weeks. And apparently, horses apparently you, can, you can canter them. Yeah, you can canter them sideways, like show jumping. They're just all prancing. That's what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, JP, I'm just I loving... I like dancing uh, on the show. It's good. Good. Yeah, I, I'm just loving they have totally screwed Fiends of Snesh. Not only can half the rules on the scroll only be used in sixes now, they can't even run them coherently. <laughs> oh, sorry, JP. Pete, all Don't Fiends that... have two-inch tails? Also, Fiends are bad in Slanesh. It's fine. Anyway, continue. <laughs> well, what do you think of them having a skirmisher keyword like how they had in Fantasy and allow some units uh, to use all coherency rules? No shot dubs. I think probably we'll see stuff in War Scrolls change stuff up, probably. Yeah, that's kind of and, and that, yeah, that's kind of what I said earlier, right? Like we'll, we'll probably see that in, in like allegiance abilities or war scrolls later on. We'll they'll break the kill, like coherence rule. Yeah, one more time, Joe. Go for it. Explain it one more time. That once like we'll either see it in allegiance abilities or war scrolls, most likely, where some units will just not use the coherency rule normally, and they'll just be able to be one from one versus one from two at over five. I I imagine we'll see that eventually. I don't think 40k has yet, but they have a two inch. But for the inherent to... difference between Age of Sigmar and 40k is 40k has you if you're within an inch of a you're within an inch of a model that's within half an inch, then you can strike. So you can always strike from two ranks. Yeah, yeah, that and then plus their two inch coherency instead of one inch. Yes. So they can actually like fit sideways together, like straight. Like knights can fit side by side instead of in a wall. 
that canter. Yeah, yeah. To the side. Uh, what about cover units of four divided into two pairs to those pairs <laughs> to stay close together? We're not discussing the groups of three in a group. We're not discussing it because it's, it's silly. Uh, <laughs> how do we not know that rule is in AOS? Because we know it's not in AOS. So uh, I know there's a lot of conversation about like, well, you don't know the context, but assume that uh, both people talking today might know the context. Just assume it, and then and then maybe the conversation will seem more sensible as we go. And through. also, and also, like if the context is well, Ariel is pointed for AOS three. Like, I'll just, I just want to jump off a bridge. Like, sh- no, it's not. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> right, the Swamp Bogglers. Uh, let's get into it. So there's some wizards. Um, uh, there's these two. that We'll go through this first because you get some like, you get an update in this. Yeah, so they go through a bunch of rubbish stuff here. But specifically, um, uh, you can't get within three inches of the Stormcast Wizard um, ha- with an Ender spell. Yeah, how do you feel about that? The Night Archon. Uh, that sounds really good. In, really like in a game where endless spells can only move three, or I mean, sorry, where endless spells can move in every and like in every hero phase, that's uh, really good because that means she's just she just ignores demon fire rift. Mm-hmm. It's fine. That's fine. Well, but Takaloy, thanks for pointing that out. But you can you can still set up endless spells within three inches of her. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nailed it. Takaloi, nailed it. So you've got to get close enough and then Demon Rift right on her head. <laughs> and then don't move it. Then never move it. Um, uh, it's only predatory. Warp Lightning Vortex doesn't give a shit. That's good. Uh, so that works out really nicely. Uh, but I, lo- can I, just, I love this model, by the way. So Great. So... The, the one with the mask? The mask is so good. I just yeah, want so... all... Of, and, and if anyone doesn't want their mask bit, just send them right to me. Because I'll use all of those. Kind of looks like an old. I, I've also saw this before. It already looks like a Harlequin kind of mask, right? Like yep. the front. Yep. Yeah, it looks really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Um, uh, does zero inches count as a move? Fuck. I love a new edition. So good. It's so good. <laughs> uh, they've clarified that in 40K where you can no longer vibrate, stand still. Um, some of you might be like, Rob, what did I just hear you say? Does zero inches count as a move? But you can move and not move, if that makes sense. Therefore, We'll talk about that later. It depends on how they work, the wording for move. Um, magical potency. The Swamp Caller Shaman has got an amazing spell. Oh, you can do D3 mortal wounds from the uh, the Stormcasty Lady Wizard, whatever. Um, uh, yeah. But the magical potency from the Swamp Caller Shaman, Blaze of the No, 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 the Summon Boggy Mist. I think this is the, this is the one that got me, Joe. Summon <laughs> a Boggy Mist. Yeah, uh, that's so- all you're gonna do every game. And if you don't cast it, you'll leave. Yeah, swamp, <laughs> summon this Bogomist. Uh, is a spell that's cast on seven. If successfully cast into your next turn phase, you add one to charge rolls for any cruel boys or its units anywhere on the battlefield. Huge stonks. And subtract yep. one from charge rolls from other units on the battlefield. Huge stonks. Nuts. That's bananas. Like, table-wide spells. Sure. Sounds good. We saw it yep. kind of, I guess, in the new Slanesh Demon, but they're terrible, so it's fine. He got it. He knows it. Uh, yeah, like, this is cool, right? Because it gives you army-wide... We, we're going to talk about the change to uh, Chronomantic Cogs in a minute. Uh, but it gives you army-wide plus one to, uh, charge. And we don't know if they've already got some other plus one to charges on the scrolls as well. So if they can... I imagine they're going to have a to emerge from the bogs sort of rule, like summon from the swamps. So they're going to pop out at the swamps, and now they've only got an eight-inch charge. 
Uh, and but then probably re-roll. not always strike first turn three in there because they're not yeah. else. We don't know yet. Uh, we'll I see. imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bonus points for bringing a smoke machine to tournaments with the Cruel Boys. Yeah, you got it, baby. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> works. Uh, <laughs> so this is good. Um, uh, Vorden ordered a vape pen with my Cruel Boys. Yes. Uh, Eric Sorbonne, plus one from Big War, plus one from Cogs, if you're within 18 inches. So yeah, you could... And that's without any unit champs giving you plus one. But then also, the one that's really important is the minus one. When we get to it, there's obviously the command abilities where you can retreat D6 inches. Um, that's in these articles, I'm sure. Um, and then, uh, so, or it's not one of the two. Who knows? But you could, like, in the charge range, you could run D6 inches away. Um, and so the fact that you can, you're effectively adding D6 plus one on their charge roll. So already you're making it so that if they, even if they get within three, then now they've got a roll of four. And if you use that command ability, then that's four plus D6. Like, actually, you can make it so these swamp bogglers. I know they're called the cruel boys, but like, just. Allow this poor swamp bogglers is better. Who's excited about the models to call them the swamp bogglers because <laughs> it's making me smile, and I want something to make me smile. So this is it. Uh, but imagine this: you, it's probably it might be impossible to charge at least one unit of swamp bogglers, basically. Good, cool, nice, nailed it. Really good. They're so sneaky uh, in uh, their swamp boggling. Yeah, they're so exactly. sneaky in their swamp boggling. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. nailed it. Uh, Poisons and elixirs. So uh, the fucking stormcast lady's got nothing. No, you skip the best sidekick, your favorite sidekick. No, no, the potgrot. I'm not skipping him. I'm just saying, no, he's amazing. Uh, he's got in your hero phase. If this unit is more than three inches from all enemy units, instead of attempting to cast any spells with this unit, you can say that you're brewing either a poison or an elixir. If you do so, you pick one for any cruel boys uruk unit, wholly within twelve inches of that unit and more than three inches from all enemy units. That is at least one model within three inches of this unit to be given that poison or elixir. Really clear wording, by the way. Love it. Like it's very, like it's wordy, but it's specific and it's and it's and it's mm-hmm. really clear, even though it's wordy. So it's great. A unit that has been given a poison or elixir cannot be given another poison or elixir in the same hero phase. Whew. Now you've done that. Now you get to the good stuff. If that unit is given a poison to your next hero phase, we use the venom encrusted weapons. That's right, stinky stabbers. Yeah, the allegiance ability for that unit or mortal wounds are caused on an unmodified roll of a five plus instead of a six. If that unit is given an elixir, I'd want to save roll to that unit until your next hero phase. So, plus one to save, minus one to be charged, and you're doing mortal wounds on fives to hit. And it's not just mortal wounds on fives or, to hit. Huh? Plus one to save or the five immortals, but yes. You get one or the other. No, no, no. If that unit is given an elixir... Wait. When you use a Venom and Crusted Legion's release for that unit, mortal wounds are caused on a... No, if that unit is given an elixir, it's not or... It's both. No, because one's the venom, and one the, the elixir is add one to save rolls. The the uh. Oh, you give them a poison or an elixir. Of yeah, course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boo. Okay. Oh well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm still just going to poison my shit all the time. No one's going for defense. Yeah. You only go for offense. Also, the so the commandability that they're referencing, venom encrusted weapons, is if you roll a six, you do a number of mortal wounds equal to the damage profile of that weapon. Which is so much better than sixes to than sixes to. Uh, it is really clear, Nathan. I just didn't read it well. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. It's my reading, not their writing. They've done great writing. Well done, Games Workshop. Claps, claps, claps. <laughs> yeah, claps for them. Yeah. It maybe they could have maybe done it in a new paragraph. Maybe. <laughs> 
but only for <laughs> only for the dumb guys. I don't think we yeah. can play the clip. Mag readiness. Yeah. Damage. Yeah. So yeah. So the, let's talk about the more, the uh, the cruel boys and their commander, but not on, and their allegiance ability, right? Venom encrusted weapons. So Joe, how do you feel about that? Instead of it just being sixes to hit, cause mortal wound, yeah, or exploding sixes. Lol, jokes. Slash are terrible. Like it's uh, <laughs> it's the damage profile. So if you've got like a big stonky monster who's got like damage four, he rolls a six. It's just a flat six. More. It's incredible. I think. What do you think? I mean, yeah, it's the same rule that keepers have on, but on the to wound roll versus on the to hit roll. So on the to hit roll, it's insane because keepers were trying to roll sixes to wound all the time, and like, and it was still good. Like you'd still with their five damage claws, you could still do like five to fifteen mortals in a turn, and that's still pretty good. And this is like, yeah, well, now everybody gets it, and anything that's over one damage, you're just like. Yeah, I'll take that all day. I don't care. I'll take it. I'll take it all day anyway, because it means the arm. <laughs> like I, we obviously haven't seen the profiles for the units, but we know that we're moving into like a an armor heavy meta when we talk about like plus one saves and also two two plus two plus armor save units anyway. So the fact that you there's a reason like, why that Stormcast Hero died in the cinematic because these boys poison weapons all day. Oh baby, someone pointed <laughs> out in the chat that they love the, the fact that you poison them before they even go through your armor. Just an immediate poison. Yeah, like, they're just they're they're just better at poisoning. Nailed they're it. Just so they're just so good. Uh, Clan Esh and Skaven are really sad right now. <laughs> Is it shooting mortals as well? Uh, we'll go to that command ability. Uh, no, to the allegiance ability in a bit. I think it's just anything, right? It just says any. Uh, like their allegiance ability is any sixes to hit is a mortal wound on that weapon profile. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. It's yep. so good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thanks, Tasma Wargaming. Appreciate you. Um, uh, it's great. Plus one save on things like Gorgrunters is fantastic. Just plain old Gavin, it is, but not being able to take six Gorgrunters is sad. Sad face. Uh, so I love this. What? Is it sad? I don't know. Why? What, do you not like Gorgrunters, you fucking animal? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Why do you like Gorgrunters? <laughs> They're fine. <laughs> I just never saw six do too much, I guess. I don't know. They do enough. Yeah. Um, okay, right, so uh, <laughs> then it talked about them in combat. Predatory and the spells cannot pass across this unit or finish a move within three inches of a minute, but a setup is obviously different to finishing a move under current rules, and I'm sure in future rules. Therefore, you could set up an under spell next to the, the Stormcast character, which is good, right? Well, Bunny and Vortex still the best on the spell. Yeah, wasn't there something Maybe else? Maybe the Demon Fire Rip. Was there something else in this article or not? Uh, no, it's just cruel boys, the mortal wounds. Okay, uh, let's go to the let's go to the, let's go to the next article. Oh, not that. Um, right, okay. So, <laughs> said that joke up earlier. I loved it. It's worth it. Uh, right, let's talk about the command abilities. Uh, number one, the swamp boggler seems like the clear winner. I don't know what you think. Yeah, except for the mask. Everything else is the swamp boggler for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, who are the new Auro War Clans? Let's skip this. Have they fixed it so when they were asking Kieran all the questions, but then they accidentally uh, finally got an answer off Chuck? Uh, yeah, they've changed it. Well done. Because they, like, they accidentally, in the article when they first wrote it, they were like, this is Kieran. And then later on, they were like, so Chuck, what do you think of this? Like, oh, fucking pace, boys. Come on. Come on. Uh, <laughs> right, okay. So we're talking about the command abilities, right? Oh, no, first we'll start with the Cruel Boys Allegiance ability, Venom-encrusted weapons. Weapons used by Cruel Boys are <clears throat> smeared with toxins extracted from poison sludge. 
venomous swamp creatures and the Uruk's own spit, so the wounds they inflict become infected. If the unmodified hit roll for an attack made by Crawlboy's Oruk model is a 6, so it's a Crawlboy's Oruk model, so probably not the uh, little grob, uh, Grotfellas, uh, the Hobgoblins. Hobgrots. Uh, yeah, Hobgrots. Probably Hobgrots. not them. The attack yeah. causes a number of mortal <clears throat> wounds to the target equal to the damage, uh, the weapon's damage characteristic, and the attack sequence ends. It's not an addition. Um, do not make a wound or save roll. This ability has no effect on attacks made by a mount. Okay. Um, how do you feel about this? Like, it, it, I, I love this. I think this is amazing. I mean, Personally, we just came off of COVID, and we're already getting spit on weapons again. I guess that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, little <laughs> poly geek. Hydrogen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been an age of mortal wounds, man. Zinch players have been playing the wrong Legion, that's all. Okay. Well, listen, um, <laughs> this is uh, this is going to be a lot of mortal wounds potentially coming out of the army. We obviously haven't seen a the lot, attack profiles. Yeah. yeah, like and the fact it's not on mounts, so like a lot of the big damage stuff, like damage four is normally on a mount, so probably the maximum we're going to see is like a damage yeah. two weapon, and I'm not sure if a ballista is going to count for venom encrusted weapons, but I'm hoping that has like some pretty high high damage. So, like, you know, right. a couple of shots and just look at aiming to spike that six for a mortal. It just means, like, it's exciting every time you roll a dice for the Cruel Boys. Like, game balance-wise, I'm really not sure. But I don't care, because <laughs> I'm going to collect them. So, fuck it, <laughs> let's get in the bin. <laughs> like, this is also the only one... This is also going to be, like, my only destruction army, too. Like, it was going to be anyway. And they're like, alright, six is to hit all of the mortals you want. So, go, oh, okay. Nail the guys. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, right? Like it's very strong yeah. as an allegiance ability. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah, even even if the worst girls aren't great, then you just go. Well, but they get mortals on everything. I guess they can be not great and still do mortals on everything. So that's it's, cool. It's also really really nice on minuses to hit and anything with reroll saves. Like yep. it's re- yep. really nice because obviously um, uh, the minuses to hit it doesn't matter. You're still fishing for the sixes. If you got any rerolls knocking around, or what you're really looking for in this book when it comes out is you want reroll saves. Without reroll to hit, sorry. As soon as you can find reroll to hit, you're just gonna be like, "Lol, jokes." Let's just fish for sixes. It's gonna be so good. Um, yeah, uh, and then and then the plus one to the uh, then you want on the five up too, like reroll hits and then the five up elixir or poison or whatever. Yeah, let, but... Joe, let's let's talk about a couple of things because uh, Kilpanic's brought up something really useful uh, in the chat. Uh, this Joe guy looks mean. I bet he drives a forklift. Probably does. Um, is uh, <laughs> Just for immersion, you know, if I'm encrusting my weapons with venom, yeah, yeah, will that kill a tree, like a like a tree lord ancient? Like, will they be? Could you poison a tree? I mean, I I'm no like I know a tree expert, but I, I'm not a tree expert. I imagine you can poison a tree. What about a steam tank? Can you poison a steam tank? No, but if they're stabbing you with sludge, maybe the sludge like is like acidic and it like melts the tank. You know what okay. I'm saying? What about a ghost? I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they are the true king. They, 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 they all have the sword from Return of the King. They, they all have the same sword. Yeah. And they're trying to yeah, so they're actually the leaders of the ghost people of Nighthaunt. This all makes this these ghosts aren't real. Thanks, for real poly geek. <laughs> <laughs> Piss off, ghosts. 
That's just what uh, they yell every time they stab them. Uh, Sompworks in the chat says, I am a tree expert for a living. Thanks, Sompworks. And you can poison trees. Nice. Okay. Well, I mean, not nice for the trees. Okay. Um, I think we really need uh, <laughs> corrosive. Maybe it's is, corrosive. Is Sompworks' name Matt? I just want to know. If not, it's okay. I, I'm just curious if I know you. Trees. Uh, right. Uh, hey, Nogal Matthew, big love. Uh, right. So I love the Allegiance ability, is what I'm going to talk about. Now we're going to get into the key points. Thanks, Kieran, for doing the article. Um, uh, the, the, so these are generic command abilities that fit everything and oh goodness oh goodness me Rally, baby. oh goodness me uh, I might have to sit down so exciting <laughs> so first one a rally uh, a shouted command injured warriors not slain warriors Benjamin uh, like, uh, like injured warriors stagger back to their feet and prepare to fight once more you can use the command ability at the start of the hero phase. The unit that receives the command ability must be more than three inches from all enemy units. So you can't do it while they're in combat. Roll one dice for each slain model from that unit. For a six, you can return one slain model to that unit. How do you feel about the rally mechanic, Jeff? So imagine. Yeah. So 20 pinks. Okay. And then you kill. And then you kill. 80 wounds worth of models down to brings down to 20. That's not 20. What is it? Brings down to like, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's 20 brims or so. Mm-hmm. And the Zenish player goes, hold on a second. Rally. They roll 80 dice <laughs> looking for six hits. They roll 20 for the pinks. They're going to roll 40 for <laughs> the blues and 20 for the brims. And every six that, the, that they roll. Yeah, they all come back. Yeah, and thank you, Chuckle. But if pointing out, you can use this command ability at the start of the hero phase, not at the start of your hero phase. Yeah, the unit receives. Imagine must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For one command point. Now it's in a it's in a six. So it's we've got to roll a six. Don't forget. Um, (laughs) I think that they're just gonna. I just what I'm saying is they're probably gonna change the pink horror war scroll because they can't. That doesn't work. So yeah, they'll change that. And then so as soon as they change that, because that's a unique fringe case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And if they don't, I own forty, so I'm not sad. Right. Like I'm. I own four hundred. (laughs) So. Well, I own. You own four hundred pinks. Yeah, a hundred pinks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hundred pinks. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> uh, how would that work for pinks? Uh, so we've discussed we've discussed that already. The um, we got Superman Nagash could do something similar. We got Superman Nagash could do something similar. Um, so I think what's Bring interesting about models back. Yeah, what I think is interesting about this is it's not actually that powerful unless you talk about like fringe case pinks. Like it's a CP, and some of the other command abilities are far more impactful in the game. What's nice is it's there as like a clutch ability, like um, your unit of six flamers, and like they get whittled down to one, and then you like you pop this maybe to try and get a couple back for that extra bit of shooting, just to do that extra bit of damage. Um, on hordes, obviously. Uh, Go on. Yeah, or if you your Venari units, um, if you've lost Shining Company, you can use it to put your your models back within face to base of three or more, or of, like, of two others, so then you can get Shining Company again. Yeah. With yeah, um, 
Yeah, but it works really well on elite units like Eric Sorbrum was talking about with something like Phoenix Guard, where each Phoenix Guard is obviously very valuable. Then if you throw in a, an Emerald Life Swarm, for example, which is heal D6, that's actually quite nice. Again, still costing you those very valuable command points, which are so useful because there's so many amazing command abilities. So If only you got two or three for going second. Well, you get two for going second, but and you get one yep. for your general. So you could easily be yep. in the I don't know the second turn or even the first well second turn uh, with like three command points just straight off the bat. Um, and, or, you, you and, then it, and then also if like the luminous uh, terrain piece didn't give you a free one every turn, that'd be cool. Also, oh yeah, that's really good. Luminous have got some big stunts, but they've actually got some more stunts. Obviously, like with the Rodimus rule, that's more CP. Croak generating CP. Like some armies. Gits can generate Supreme so Sibrites. Yeah. And Gits for sure. Yeah. Gits can summon loads of CP. Uh, so, like, some armies are actually just gone up in value because they've just got access to loads of stuff that they couldn't use. My Chaos Wolves had no command points that were useful at all. Yeah. I was just sat on CP for no reason. And now I've got Weren't so you many. Uh, imagine rallying 11 Kadai with one left. Come on. But the problem is, is it's still a six. So, really, you should only get one model back for every six dice you roll. So, I think what's interesting about this is trying to spike it. I already saw Plastic Crack. Shout out to him and his blog, if you guys have not read it. Man Crusher um, Gargans. Yeah, man, a unit of three Man Crusher Gargans. Yeah, two Man Crushers are gone. You just try and roll two sixes to bring back two Man Crushers, right? Uh... <laughs> the, uh, what's going to be really fun is the uh, six-man blocks of um, Guard Knights. Uh, you, you mean uh, when they're in Knights of the Empty Throne? Yeah, huh? Yep. Yeah, potentially. They're like, bam, back to five, and you're like, yikes. But is it the same? Is it the same? Is it going to be as useful as giving them plus one to hit or plus one save? Like, like I'm being serious for a moment. Like, I honestly, like, you look at it and you think yes, and you think about pinks, and you're like, oh my god. But then, like, beyond that, I'm like, it's fine. I think it's just gonna you're gonna use it in these clutch situations, and you're gonna hope. And actually, to me, that's super cinematic. It's like in the movie. And he's like, he's like, just like him and his mate left. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the guy that got stabbed with a spear earlier, like, gets back up. And you're like, oh, my God, he's back. <laughs> and then, like, he fights and then eventually dies. But do you know what I mean? Like, that that yep. moment, like, I actually think it's a really cool ability. Um, uh, so it's yeah, just been only... really bad with pinks. Huh? It's just going to be really bad with pinks. Yeah, that's, sure. the only, that's the only negative, uh, which we've touched on. And so now there's loads of positives, I think. So, like, yeah. Uh, and also, I guess you, like Kill Panic says, you get to shout things like, I'm fine, Sarge. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound, Sarge. We're so good. Breach uh, <laughs> uh, um, group from Conker's Bed for a day, if anyone yeah, knows yeah. that. Get any unit of Salamanders back. Um, wait, use this. Uh, oh my god, yeah. One dice for each slain model. Okay, good. Uh, for each slain model that unit. See, now that's actually really good in a unit of Salamanders because you don't roll... Joe, in your situation, you don't actually roll dice for that for sl oh. that slain model. You roll it for each slain yeah. model. So in your pink horror example, if you wiped so out you like, a ton of them, you would get yeah. back all the pinks. Yeah. Like, or any sixes, yeah. you would put back the pinks. Whereas like, yeah. if you wipe out a unit of Salamanders with Handlers, you would roll for the Handlers and the Salamanders. And then if you ever spike to six, you just start putting the Salamanders back first, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that works. Um, okay, this is good. Uh, 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 wait, I don't think this necessarily benefits even keeping large units as well. 
Because if you lost 20 models, you still statistically are getting three back. It's not really that game-changing. I don't think this even really benefits Horns <laughs> Rally. I think it more benefits yeah. you, like, you hoping to roll big sixes on some big wound models. I think that's actually more yeah. important. Um, unit of three Alapexes, two dead. You're like, fucking two sixes, come on. <laughs> come on. Two sharks in the tank. And then he's going to from the sea. Yeah, really into that. Um, right, unleash hell. But wardens and sentinels for sure, like also like them spiking the sixes to stand back up is a big big deal too. Just because they're just because they're really elite, right? They're really elite, and it and if you've broken your your shining company, you can reset it up with the with the setups. Oh, that's interesting, clever. Mm. Um, the dead um, guy stands back up, and now they're glowing again. They're ready to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, just waiting for a sub-faction to change value of uh, Rally to 5+. plus. So this is a core command ability. Yep. So we might see rallies, and I assume we're going to see some rallies in the future. We're going to get like that Necron mechanic or something. Anyway, in, Age of C- in 40k, they decided that one of the things that really slowed the game down and probably wasn't that fun was stand and shoot, specifically Overwatch. So they thought, well, fucking stick that in Age of Sigmar. And everyone <laughs> on the internet has been super okay with this rule. No one's bothered, and everyone's really fine with it. Uh, they can yeah. really unleash hell. Um, no one, no one bothers about this. It's fine. And no. this is you can use this command ability after the enemy unit finishes a charge move. The unit that receives the command must be within nine inches of that enemy unit and more than three inches from all other enemy units. Specifically, it doesn't have to be the target of the charge. That's an important yep. point. The unit that receives the command can shoot in that phase, but when it does so, you must subtract one from the hit rolls for its attacks, and it can only target that unit that made the charge move. So, you have to be within 9 inches, not wholly within 9 inches. Uh, right? And then, they charge you, well, they charge, but then you can shoot. Uh, and when do you do it? You receive command, the unit receives command, can shoot in that phase. When do you shoot? Before they've charged? No, it's after. Because they, they have to be... Because they have to have made the charge. Okay, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they can make it's the charge. Really, after the enemy it finishes the charge move, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's right after they make the charge move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you must subtract one from the hit rolls for attacks, and it can only target that unit that made the charge move. But specifically, there's two things. So number one, we have a stand and shoot commandability reaction, which you can do from the unit champion, if you have a unit champion, so you don't even need to kind of like keep a hero nearby to bunny hop or anything, so that's really helpful. <clears throat> yep. And then... Um, uh, like it doesn't even have to be the unit that you charged. So you could have a screen. Kragnos can charge it, and he'll—I promise you, Kragnos plays. He will murder the fuck out of that screen. You're so right. You're so right. He'll do that. You're so right. Don't like, fuck you, no one should insult your Kragnos. I promise you, so good. Like, oh, such a strong model. Such a really large rock for some reason. You know, but, he'll probably kill that screen unless that screen is twenty wardens in Helon or twenty cent. 20 sentinels in Helon, and then he just dies. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, you have to be more than three inches away from the charging unit, so they'll have to be behind a screen. Fires will therefore be premium to no. screens. Uh, no. More than three from other units. Other units. So you can, you can, if you didn't have a screen, you could just charge a unit with guns, and they could be charged, like, and then they can shoot. Yeah, so you, like in that situation, it's uh, you have like you can just be like I I don't know how else I, I might explain it wrong. You you stood there as a block. Someone charges you, 
and then you can shoot them. Or your friends. You. Huh? Or your friends that are within nine. Yeah, or They've... your other friends that are within nine. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's double. So it's like the reason... Sorry, I shouldn't have talked about the additional thing you could have done first. The first thing is, you've got a unit of Iron Drakes stood there, dick in the wind, no one's helping them. There's a unit that starts within nine inches, it charges them, then they just shoot them and gun them down. Yeah, super happy. Deep Strikers obviously land outside of nine, so actually you're incentivized to be a Deep Striker. No, no, no. no. After you, like, after you made the charge. So it's after the enemy makes a charge. So, so, oh, so yeah, Deep Strikers doesn't matter. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah. Right, yeah, that works. Okay, um... Uh, so it's like 40k. Once they're tagged, they can't do it 100%. And you can only use one command ability per... Uh, so you can only use the same command ability per phase. So you won't be able to use this on multiple units. So you could, like you can't use any of the command abilities more than once per phase. You can't use any command abilities more than once per phase. Uh, so there's the rule of one on command abilities. Um, and does it stack with parting shot? Um, yes, but a unit can't no. receive a command ability yeah, yeah. more than once per phase. So like to be clear to everyone, because I'm sure it's in one of these articles somewhere, and you guys can read it somewhere. I don't know where. I'll find it for you. But a unit can only be affected by a command ability once per phase, and you can only use a command ability once per phase, if that makes sense. So you can only make, for example, um, Inspiring Presence used once, like because that's once per phase. Like uh, Unleash Hell, you can only do use on one unit, and you couldn't use Unleash Hell and give them plus one save at the same time. Because if that helps everyone else. Uh, so, yeah. so, so let's talk about the implications of this, Joe. Um, shooting yeah. is already Ste pretty good in Age of Sigmar. What do you think yep. about it? Stephen Max got it, and like I mentioned, it. Stephen Max got it in the chat. Uh, the Helon twenty pack of Sentinels is unchargeable. Incredible, because you like, or and you can't charge their friends because they get plus one attack if they're within three inches of a unit for their for the shooting profile. So all of a sudden, that twenty pack of Sentinels is a forty-shot unit that does sixes or fives if they got the spell off to do mortals when you charge them. Well done, well done. Yeah. Well, so uh, wait. There's loads of things to talk about what it affects. Just to be clear, the monster reactions that you do, like raw, happen at the start of the combat phase or at the end of the charge phase. Let's just double check, shall we? Let's go find it. Let's go find the monster stonks thing uh, because that will affect this. Um, I think it happens at the beginning of the combat phase. Uh, does anyone have it? Um, yeah, so Helon stonks. Oh, hold uh, on, Joe, do you are know? already up. And oh, now end they're of better. the charge phase. Thanks, boys. Yeah. Thanks, chat. Uh, so it's the end of the charge phase. So use this command ability after an enemy unit before. finishes a charge move. So that yeah. this would happen before the end. Yep. So you would do this before you could roar at them, if that helps everyone. Thanks, chat. Um, why would they give AOS stronger Overwatch after shooting meta uh, we've had? Says Age of Sigmar. I don't. Age, Age of Sigmar, sorry. Um, uh, it's like AOS Overwatch. It's better than actual Overwatch because Overwatch is is you hit on sixes from forty k. This is a full, full shooting unit. Um, uh, yeah, there's some really good units that you think of. Iron Drakes are a good example. Uh, Helon Archers are a good example. Uh, there's some other little units that are like Thankwall. 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 Have you thought about six storm fiends yet with more, more warp power? <laughs> Does anyone want me to read Thanquo's war scroll to them? By the you way, could do, you could do vermin lords with their prince owl tail. 
Oh, shut up. Who cares about that? Can we, can we, let me read Thankwell, Thankwell to everyone because it's super worth it. Uh, Thankwell on Bone Ripper. If he has warp fire projectors, he has four of them. Yeah. He has four of them. Uh, and the warp fire projector is, uh, do not use the attack profile. Instead, roll X number of dice for each model in the target oh, unit that's within eight inches of this model, where X is equal to the number of warp fire projectors in this model, which is four. Oh. Uh, for each four plus the target you suffers one more wound. The thing is, is Thankwell's not good. Like, but this does make him better, right? Like, Thankwell's fine. It's not he's bad. He's fine. But this does he's make like him better. He's like a double caster with plus one to cast, and maybe rolls three dice to cast, and you can't get next to him, but oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Why would this, would this be usable ironclad that's been charged? Gorkham Walker, correct. It would be usable yeah. ironclad that's been charged. At minus one. So they'll drop bombs. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so, ironclad's another good example of like a pretty prodigious shooting unit that like you probably don't want to charge. Um, yeah, and crushers uh, can throw the rocks. No, they no, they can't because it's not a shooting that's, profile. It's that's just a... yeah. yeah, it's commandability. Yeah, uh, I mean it's really good into monsters if the meta is monster heavy because obviously a monster charges you and you'd be like, fine, I'm just gonna drop, I'm gonna bracket you before you even get in. But it's so good on shooting units that already exist. But you probably are not going to be able to pinks. create... Huh? 20 pinks is 60 shots. Yeah. Do you know what it's really good at? Is that unit that wants to tag you. You know the five heart renders that are like, ha ha, I'm going to charge you on the... I'm going to tag you on the end and you're fuck shooting unit. Yeah, you're like, well... Smoked. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gunned <laughs> the fuck down. And that's what I mean about... Ra- this is a difference between this and rally. I mean, even some other units like... Uh, like um, terror guys have got like a shout attack, like like yeah, a little scream, yeah. uh, and and there's something yeah, and there's, when and there's relics it. in plushy reports that make you minus bravery, and now they can overwatch their scream with yeah. your minus bravery from their from their relics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, really and this is also another thing. Oh god, an- another point. This is another reason. Last nail in the coffin. Like Craig knows has not pointed for AOS three because he'll never fucking get there. Not once. Well, you will not get there. Like, do you know what it's good on? Units that do mortal wounds on sixes to hit. Or fives to hit. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's so good on them. They're like charging. And that's why the Helon archers are 40 shots when you charge them. No, shut up about <laughs> Helon archers. No one cares. Uh, Dracos. It makes Dracos good. That's a good shout to me, Hexes. Thank you. There squid you go. Gobber. It like does make too. a squid go- It makes a squid gobber better. Tr- um... Uh, Trogos, Swamp Trogos, being sick on you when you come in. No, not the rock. I mean, not the rock ones. Uh, although rock oh, yeah, ones as well. Or they throw up on you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We probably yep. now yep. again. A lot of this can be fixed if we see the points go up on a lot of shooting units. Generally. Yeah. T man cash salamanders. It's a good shout. Oh yeah. <laughs> charging. Well, you won't be able to charge three salamanders. Charging two salamanders. But you charge two salamanders and you'd be like, no, this sucks balls. <laughs> this is that word unless you like sucking balls in which case it's like this sucks boobs like you know whatever whatever the thing you don't like sucking is um <laughs> that's, that's fair man and some people like sucking yeah. everything so whatever um yeah. i feel like shooting units used to come at a premium says blob fish slapper uh the arachnid flinger oh my god hasn't it got a minimum range does this override the minimum range <laughs> Uh, no, it doesn't it say must, it does. It must, it does. Well, it must say it does. The unit receives command can shoot in that phase. 
Um, it wouldn't override the minimum range. With flinger, no, it does not. The flinger is does not have a minimum range, so we're, we're safe. But the crawler does. Yeah, the crawler does. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, so the crawler no, you have to be holding. If you get in, in it takes, yeah, six. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because uh, seven inches is catapult range. Uh, range restrictions would still apply. I think range restrictions would still apply. Okay, so let's talk about this. I mean, there's some great units that we've talked about. Like I, six Stormfiend stonks through the roof, by the way. <laughs> Especially when we get onto the next one in a minute. It's plus one to hit in here. All out attack, yeah, plus one to hit. So that's is that that one? Yeah, because that's stupid stonks on so many things. So many things with plus one to hit. Like uh, game wide is bananas. Like. Yeah, and I mean, on top of that, with like Bill Sweden's list for Bug Eater, his list was rerolling ones to hit against flaming units or flying units, not flaming units, flying units. So it's now it's Zilfin, Zilfin. Yep. So now it's all KO with plus one to hit, rerolling ones to hit. Sure, nailed it's it. Only, again, on. it's only one unit you can give plus one to hit to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, uh, stalkers shoot in the hero phase, uh, shooting phase, and charge phase, just as planned. Yeah, those uh, 15 stalkers from Marathi are going to be uh, not the most stonks. Uh, <laughs> use a command ability so they shoot in the hero phase. And then give them plus one to hit in the shooting phase. And then if you charge them, uh, they'll, they've, they can shoot in the shooting phase. So, it's really good. Those guys, they do sixes to hit on mortals as well. So, the, the Don't only let them go thing, second. Huh? Don't let them go second in a turn, because that's bad. Because <laughs> yeah. I have all three command points to do that. Yep. Right. So let's cool. talk about what Semar's just saying in the chat. Thank you. The best way around this, obviously, is to pile in from outside of six inches. So therefore, to never charge, um, because obviously this only happens in the charge phase. And there are loads of units that we've seen be able to do that. Uh, not loads. There are artifacts, some uh, command traits, some command abilities, some war scrolls that are able to do it. Yeti stonks through the roof. Um, Sister Slaughter through the roof. Um, obviously the damn wind chargers. Those damn, those damn ruse. Um, zombie stonks. Thank you, Warhammer Rob. They're up there. So there's some really, really, really good units that are going to be able to do and and get around that. Uh, and then also things like you know like Kairos's ability to like like smash a unit and like create a spawn, or um, uh, Bella Belladama's unit to like take one out and put a couple of like little doggos there. Uh, for the Grave Lord. So there are some good opportunity costs available for those uh, for, for, for mitigating this. But also, this also gives some really good... What are the shooting units that are an issue, Joe, in your opinion? In Age of Sigmar, talk to me about the shooting units. Twitch chat, talk to me about the shooting units you thought were an issue. Tell me what, tell me what you think of the issue. All versions of the Wind, of the wind Spirits so Severith and his generic boys. Okay. Uh, Sentinels, Wind Chargers, probably. Um, pretty much the KO book, like almost all of it, just because of like, how well it like it synergized, quote-unquote, together, just because they could all shoot you from far enough away. Um, I think at one point the Terror Ice Screams were bad, but like not... I guess not overwhelmingly, but the Storm Fiends for sure. And probably Panks and Flamers at that point would be next. Well, I'd imagine. Down. So, like, yeah. uh, so far I've written down Skinks, Sentinels, KO, Flamers, Salamanders, uh, long, long Strike Raptors. Uh, although 
like they were they were difficult, but they didn't generally tend to. Long shorts and hurricanes, you could do both of them. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because uh, I don't think I don't hurricanes, hurricanes now not moving get nine shots right. So when you charge the unit of six, they have four. What is that? Like forty-five shots or something like that off the six of them. I'm just gonna write down flinger and flinger slash crawler because they're basically <laughs> the same. Basically <laughs> the same. <laughs> I'll write that down. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> basically the same. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about let's talk about this um, with the, the the actual stand and shoot right, and how this affects them. So sentinels, I think, are obnoxious because they're able to kill your characters. Not the unit that's going to go in and like beat the fuck out of them, right? Yeah, you'll get a round of shooting. You could do some like maybe you could do like a couple of more wounds to them. Um, but I don't think sentinels are particularly an issue for this command ability. Fair enough. Ko. At minus one to hit, like, they don't hit super well. Like, there's a lot of threes and fours knocking around there. Like, I've seen Tony roll uh, pretty badly in one of the Super Series matches. Like, they're not, like, huge. Minus one to hit could probably affect that. Like, I don't overly want to charge um, a uh, an Ironclad anyway. That's where you get the most value town out of it. Because um, uh, it's already going to be really tough to, to take out. But personally, if I was the Ironclad player, I'm going to give them plus one save, not not shoot. Depending on what I'm shot, at, shot with, right? I guess that's kind of the key yeah. point. Well, because, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's also got the bombs, too, off the Ironclad. So, like, it can shoot you and then drop bombs again. So, like, it, it, like, it actually overwatching you is probably what it wants. Because you probably aren't, aren't surviving its guns and bombs at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, the Sigma list, like, the Neils have so much stonks because the minus one is negated by the Hurricane and Aura, as are some Iron Drakes, by the way. Um, so Iron Drake stonks actually gone up. So these are the current issues. So I don't think. And some of them K- can already stand and shoot anyway, right? Like so, some of the free guild guard can already stand and shoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think KO is much of an issue. Flamers, flamers, they do some really great work. They do some really great work. Although I think they're more. They're, they've got an. Uh, they've got a target on their head for potentially a points hike. And also, uh, I like. I think that there's some other things to be said about them. They're being very, very, very good into hordes. Uh, mm-hmm. If you shoot them with hordes, but flamers, I still think are like uh, an issue. Flamers would hit you on fives, though, so like it's not like the end of the world unless it's a horde charging them. Yeah, but it was two wounds on five. Like if you six flamers, man, like that's ten. Oh, well, like it's not. It's nineteen shots, and you like if you're near an exalted, it's plus one, so you can kind of ignore that the minus one. Depends what yeah. it's in, right? Because flamers are swingy. They're terrible into armor, so Kragnos, for instance, yeah. would be able to take them out. Like um, no dramas, although the more like so, yeah. The um, I I think flamers are, are an issue if they're being charged by hordes. Other than that, probably not too much of an issue with stand and shoot. Uh, salamanders are really effective because they're brilliant in a fight and they're brilliant in shooting. But I don't really want to charge three salamanders. Although you can only take a unit of two salamanders in the future. So like, whatever. Like, so it's not as bad, right? Because you can only like can only upgrade the unit once so salamanders i'm going to give that uh like because you can't make a unit as big i don't know like i'm not too stressed by salamanders um bush uh maybe i'm stressed eight shots i don't know what do you think eight shots out of salamanders like stand and shoot at minus one to hit yeah i think i am bothered actually i'm switching it up to i'm bothered (laughs) salamanders i'm bothered by yeah bothered i'm writing down bothered next to them uh, <laughs> uh, raptors, long strike raptors. Uh, yeah, depend. I mean, it's a unit of three. Depends what I'm charging them with, but that's going to hurt because sixes are mortals. And then the uh, the flinger. 
uh, slash the Mortec Crawler um, doing the Did you ever shot. look at what the Flinger does? I have looked at what the Flinger does. Do you know what the Flinger does? No. One shot, D3 damage, uh, always strikes last at 48 inches, baby. Hmm. That's the same. 240 Yeah, it's the same as a crawler. That makes sense. It's basically the same as a crawler. Um, yeah. uh, tick. Uh, so I'm bothered about the flinger. Charging the flinger is... I'm livid! I'm livid about the crawler. Not the crawler, the flinger. Um, the crawler's problematic, I think. Um, uh, charging at that. Uh, and then Skinks. Skinks is the other one. At minus one to hit, you don't get as many shots through. Uh, but obviously they've got a command ability. Uh, is it command ability or just an ability? They've got, they're able to have... Ability. Yeah, an ability. So they're able to have plus one to hit flat. So that means... And then six is the wounded mortals. So. Yeah. But it's like, if you did get the max brick, like 40, it's 80 shots. Uh, well, they already have parting shot. So really, you would have one parting shot and then one standing and shooting. So they'd get two units to stand and shoot with. That's a good point. I thought of that. So you charge one 40 block and then they parting shot and then the other unit also stands and shoots you. Yep. That's yeah, worse than I thought, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that as a, a. I'm gonna write that down as a problem. Uh, or or you charge or you cha- or you charge the uh, the stand and shoot the either the stand and shoot or the parting shot skinks and then the salamanders next to them are like, Ha-ha, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, <laughs> Seraphon D- Tackaloy. Seraphon does equal problem, yeah. Uh, so wait, those are some of the shooting units. Would charging the flinger and then it hitting you with its with its shot mean that you'd, you'd always strike last? So then it would get a chance to fight you first? What? Oh, the flinger? Yeah. Yes, that's a good point. You stand and shoot with the flinger, they strike last, <laughs> and then you get to fight with the Arachnoid first. Oh my god, flinger stonks up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We only knew in 2016 that the flinger was pointed for Age of Sigmar 3. None of us would have complained. This is the point about not knowing things in context, lads. Fucking idiots that we are. Uh, yeah, we're terrible. <laughs> we're terrible. Uh, Alapex so the enemy can't pile in. Sheltog. Great idea. The Restorious Netlauncher. Hadn't thought about that at all. Yes, Although Sheltog. it misses on threes all the time. I, like, I gotta tell you. So, hitting on fours is... Also yeah, just have, just have a good. unit though. Yeah, my, my unit did two. I can't tell you how many, like, how many times it missed like over the weekend, all the time, both of them, every time, like every turn, whole game. Sometimes they're just like, nope, nope, nope. Last one to hit, not good. Um, uh, you can. Uh, oh wow! So uh, Alapex is really great shout. Uh, I also like Sisters of the Watch um, because their ability to stand and shoot is not a command ability, so they can unleash leash hell. And then they can use their core ability, which is a four-up stand and shoot. So you've got two opportunities for stand and shoot on the Sister of the Watch, which is pretty amazing. And then, yeah, and then the other guard, right? The other guard can just stand and shoot anyway, right? Too like 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 half the units in cities can stand and shoot, can't they? Being like the humans can in some ways, yeah, uh, yeah. But like, it's whether or not it's a command ability, right? But like, yeah, um, is it free stand and shoot? Oh wait, it's a free stand and shoot. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, uh, Eric Sorbonne. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's amazing. So sisters can use it twice. So sisters of the watch stonks up, and you never really see sisters of the watch anyway. Right. So yeah. like that's fun. Um, 
So big fan, of, big fan of some of those. Um, not skinks problem. I've written that down. Let's reaffirm that. <laughs> Salamander Sal- problem. Salamanders bothered. Uh, fling a stone. Twenty up. pinks. Twenty pinks is fine, man. No one cares. Sixty shots. Whatever. Like uh, six, Sigma though. There's some big stonks in there. Iron drakes because iron drakes yeah. would do fine, but iron drakes don't win tournaments. Iron drakes do like two. Yeah. Two, three, three, two, and sometimes the occasional like wizard pushes them up to a four-one, so they're rare. But now they're like I think bigger stonks, especially Hurricane, uh, so that pushes them up. Does anyone think? Um... Owen Jackson, we've already talked about uh, Thankful though, so that's like the better version of the of the gyrocopters. But yes, gyrocopters are also good. Gyrocopters is a great shout. Do you roll to hit with gyros? Yeah, fours though. Fours to it's fours uh, on a gyro, is it? But yeah, it's every so. model in the enemy unit. That's awesome. Yeah, but you three gyrocopters or Thankwall. Yeah, but that's it. if you're not playing if you're playing cities, you ain't got Thankwall. So three gyros is fucking mint. You just stick them yeah. in front of like, oh my god! Imagine we had this like three years ago. You stick them in front of <laughs> all of the fucking plague bugs. It'd be like, no, no. <laughs> Although the nine uh, storm fiends, I think, are way better now. Yeah, yeah, yep, like, absolutely. Uh, withstand and shoot because, like, when they got lock, what, locked, what did the warp fire throwers take the place of in in um, Stormfiends? Uh, what? Imagine shooting them with the rattling guns, man. Like the rattling guns are pretty short range. They shoot it twice. Yeah, twelve inches. Yeah. So super in love with that. I think that's great. Um, zombie dragon auto hit. Oh, it's either the warp fire projectors or the wind launchers. So. Like the wind launchers is usually what they've been doing their damage with. But yeah, just use the, just you, take the uh, wind yeah. launchers. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you can you cut the wind launchers for like your long range pack of six, and then your short range pack of six will be the flamer boys. So so while we talked about the units, this effects up and down, uh, and then there are probably loads more. You could do a whole show on it, right? Um, yeah. I guess the real question that we that I want to ask the Twitch chat and Joe, I'll ask you, and then I'll kind of throw my uh, my ideas in there, is. Do you think this is really good for the game? Uh, do you think, like, already we were talking about shooting or long range, the long range meta generally um, being a part of it? Uh, do you think, like, like, how, do you think, like, does it make you not feel, I don't know, how does it make you feel? It just makes what was already oppressive more oppressive, right? Like, the, the armies that were good and were doing well generally had a range projection like ability or like or were able to project their damage and now that combat armies again suffered to the like that projection of power because now they're projecting it in combat before the combat gets to swing another time like like one more time before they get there yeah the tables are smaller so combat will get there faster but like the shooting, like the list that I ran this weekend, like the shooting is already oppressive. The KO that won, the shooting's already oppressive. Like other Sentinel lists are like those, like all of these shooting lists, the Skinks, the, the Salamanders, everything, all that stuff, the Zinch shooting, it's all already oppressive. Now you're giving it another phase to activate in, which is like, like if you played 40k, we watched Yanari all the time. Like Yanari was so good because they got to shoot in your opponent's turn. And now the whole like this game that's already oppressive in shooting gets like, gets it again. I don't know. I don't think it's great. I don't think it. I mean, yeah, it's one unit, but you're usually only shooting with a couple of units anyway. So it's, yeah, it's kind of terrifying. 
Okay, fair point. Tackle mode makes a good point. Smaller board, smaller space to hide from power projection, which is what we really call range threats. Uh, so that makes those sense. Mark says stand and shoot should be tech uh, that you have in your army from a war scroll, like we're talking about um, the Sister of the Watch, as opposed to something everyone has access to. The table size is 44 by 60 inches. Um, Colonel Cabbage says, I don't know if it's good or bad, I just think it's unnecessary. I think that that seems to make sense. Like, if, like shooting units already have so much utility, right, in that, that they can already do the thing from range. So then, yeah. like, your combat unit has to, you know, well, in some rare cases, walk across the field um, <laughs> to get to the enemy. Rare. Um, so they have to, Yeah, so they have to go get there and go grab grab the, like, the unit. And then when they finally get there, they should be given the opportunity to kind of duff them up, I guess. I guess that kind of feels right. But at the end of the day, this is locked to a command point. Um, uh, but I feel people will build their armies differently knowing that they've got a command ability to do this. Like, yep, I, you know, I, I, I think about units of Iron Drakes or... The flyover abilities are, like, are even better now where you fly over and do Immortal. Like, those abilities, like, just skyrocketed in, in like, in their stonks too. Like, Screamers and Boingrots, I guess. Hilarious. They fly over and tag you on the way past. But Severeth, too, where he flies over you and does the three up duty, three mortal wounds or whatever. Like, all those abilities are much better now because you're probably not going to actually be charging people, like, at the end of it. Well, there are, again, like, we, they're not, there aren't loads and loads of shooting units. Like, like, but the, the ones that not, are there not, are... Not, like, not in the course of the game, but at the, cor but, like, once you get towards top tables, there's a ton of shooting units. That's true. All That's true. And I mean, you, I mean, charging a bastilla. It and I guess it depends what you're charging with versus, like, if I charge a horde into ten sentinels, like, then I don't care about the standard shoot ability. Again, if I char and then similarly, but if I charge a monster or an elite-ish unit into the sentinels, I'm bothered about the mortal wounds. Whereas if you flip reverse it, if I charge my elite monster uh, into the flamers, then he's probably got a good armor save and he's fine. Um, you know, because he could be used that unit using their finest moment, so he's got plus one save already. So, like, the flamers will just, like, do nothing, bounce off, and then they'll eat them for dinner. Whereas the horde that's charging the flamers is having a real problem. So there's that kind of, like, uh, left kind of, I don't know, uh, there's that, not left, right, there's, the, there's those kind of, like, different units for different, different keys for different locks, let's say. Um, Who's hey, Cadaver's, Cadaver's Birth? They said hi, Joe, earlier, and I don't know. <laughs> and they subscribe. Thanks, Cadaver's Birth. Uh, only very few armies actually benefit from this command ability, says Marcus Rock. They do, but those ones that do are pretty huge, right? Um, that's worth talking about. Okay, I think that was, that was good. That was a good one. Right, next up, uh, the all-out attack command ability in all-out defense. This is probably a bigger deal than standard shoot, in my opinion, Joe. Like, so this is generic yeah. plus one to fight, uh, to sh sorry, plus one to hit in either your shooting or fight phase. And then all-out defense is plus one save um, in the shooting or combat phase. Massive. This is gonna like this is gonna change. This is such a big deal. These these are the ones yeah. that like I, I know everyone's raging about like uh, unleash hell, but this is the one because the units that are already good because immediately you go oh my shit units better. It's like that's true, but the good units also better, which is not fun <laughs> like, like so like this also takes out like half the reasons why you'd use other courts so now like other courts is, is just a free command point for every unit on top of the command points you can already use so like they could do the plus one save like right like they, they could do all defense and then other courts for plus one attack on the same turn 
because that of course is not a command ability. It's just, it's just, a, it's, like, it's just an item that they have. Ability. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're plus one to hit and plus one to, like save, just for being luminous. Like they were already good. They didn't need the ability to do both their abilities twice. And now you've got your, is it Sire that does the does the other courts twice in a turn? Like yeah. So one unit can be plus one to hit, plus one save, and then you can command ability the other one. Yeah. Like back in the corner, you know what I mean? And it's just like, so now now they're doing three like three times a turn versus twice, which is unnecessary. I think the one I, I like all that defense in the shooting phase. Like I do like that. Like, yeah. and I like the idea of like also. Uh, maybe in the combat phase as well, like they charge you and you like put the shield walls up, boys. Like plus one save, that's fun. Although excited about fighting Petrofex again. Uh, you can't though; it's only in the shooting or combat phase. So you like if they if they if they unleash hell on you, that's in the charge phase. It doesn't work. No, I, I don't. I don't mean. I don't, no, I'm talking. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like if they shoot at you in their shooting oh, phase. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can give yourself plus one save, and then like if they charge you, and then you're in the combat phase, plus one save. So like. <laughs> More tech guard again with plus one save, re-rolling those saves are back, ready near the harvester. Um, so there's already stuff like that. Like the Stormcast guy who we saw featured, who's got a two-up armor save, giving plus one, so then he's going to ignore rend of one as well and still have a two-up armor save. That's good. Um, uh, Kragnos, he's, he, Kragnos is a monster and a hero, so he's already got their finest hour. So if he wanted to, he could go down to having a plus two to his save. It caps out at a flat plus one, but it does mean it affects rend that's going to hit him. Um, so like that's that's really important as well. Um, that one's really really big because it just makes units that are already good really really strong. So obviously plus one save on Manfred. So he's now just got a two up armor save and he's just running around with his two up armor save like I'm doing great. Yeah. Um. Uh. The Blood Knights with plus one save. Like thinking about Ironclad. That Ironclad with plus one save. Sweet. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed well it, done. boys. Yeah. Uh, like nailed it. Um, I think that one's really good. Let me tell let, tell me what things you think should have a plus one save or what you're excited about having a plus one save. The all out attack, and if you are watching on YouTube, back give me some like, oh, I really liking putting plus one save on this guy. The thing about uh, all out attack that makes some units crazy good because you can do it in the shooting phase. Uh, first thing, I, my brain just went to storm fiends for some reason because I was just like, that's pretty good. Plus one to hit on the storm fiends because they get re rolls to hit and wound from more more warp power, right? Yep, yep. So and, like, they, and they didn't have plus one to hit, I don't think, like at all possible. So yeah, now all they of a sudden, you couldn't, just yeah, like it, it's the machine guns. Couldn't, it's the people who couldn't get plus one to hit. This is really going to make a big difference too. Uh, blocks of Grots, they couldn't get plus one to hit. I don't think uh, they could get plus one to hit, so that was fairly important. Um, formulators with a one plus save rerolling ones versus shooting. Good shout, OJ, in the chat. Um, Actually, you want to know what this is really good on. Nurgle units with Blades of Petrifaction. So Ungor Raiders that are re-rolling ones and twos to hit in like a 20-pack or 30-pack or whatever. Re-rolling. Plus one to hit. And then their mortals are on modified rolls of six. Hey, what about 20 Blight Kings with plus one save? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you against that? Why are you against that? Well, oh, I guess only if I guess only if it's to like bait the plus one save out, and then you just redirect all your shooting to the guy giving him the five up funeral pain, and then you just don't care. That's uh, Owen made a good point. What about forty chaos marauders with um, uh, uh, blades of putrefaction and plus one save and plus one? But you can only add plus one to your save now. Like it caps at one, so you'll only be doing mortal wounds on 
but plus one to hit. So plus one save, plus one to hit. Because no, you be... Sorry, you can only but you can only cap plus one to hit at plus like the maximum you get is plus one. Yeah. yeah. Although it's but global, they'll have right, a so... million attacks at fives do mortals. Yeah. Although they'll be two ranks deep, but they're on twenty five millimeter basis, so they'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Takoi, good point. You can't give plus one save to the Mortec and reroll saves because it would be two command abilities in the same turn. Pretty certain all of the... Actually, well, you can't use command abilities on Mortec anyway. Yeah, but I think we're pretty remote. certain that's going to get changed uh, in the FAQ. Otherwise, they can't play the new game. Um, so I don't, think that, <laughs> I don't think that would be fair. <laughs> everyone, everyone else stood around <laughs> doing all sorts of mad shit and they just the Mortec like, oh, come on, let me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that the all-out attack is, like, crazy good. Uh, so, obviously, you could use that on uh, our bow snake ladies for plus one to hit on there. You could just do it on your, like, monstrous characters that are already pretty good. So, your vampire lord and zombie dragon can have plus one to hit if he wants to go in. Not forgetting, obviously, that he, like, if they use their in their finest hour, which is the monstrous hero. So, right, it's the hero, sorry, ability. But, obviously, you could do it on a monster as well. So, what you could really have is you could have plus one save and wound via in their finest hour. And then you can have plus one to hit. So you can have a monster hero go into combat and have plus one to hit, plus one to save, and plus one to wound all at the same time, which is just put... Imagine a Terrorgeist. Yeah, Ghoul King on Terrorgeist, Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon, Marathi, not Alariel, like uh, Durthu. (laughs) Or Craigie. Stonehorn? Stonehorn, man. With plus one... Because they couldn't get... I don't think they could get plus one to hit, could they? Uh, I think they can on, like, their horns, like, for, like, one of them. Like, one of them can get plus one hit on, like, the horns or stomps or something like that. Right, but, but yeah, still. but but now the rest of it is buffed. Or you can have one buffed one via, like, the relics and command traits, and then you just find a star with the other one, and they both go in. Lead belchers with plus one to hit? Come on, boys. Let's go. <laughs> we got this, boys. <laughs> Flingers plus one to hit. Big stonks. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, so, like, I think this is going to be the one that, like, and I don't know if it necessarily makes any of the, the massive threats more more threaty, because a lot of what they could already get, like Flame has already got plus one to hit, um, uh, you could already get plus one to hit on Skinks, um, uh, you, and you could also get that plus one to hit on Salamanders, um, you could get plus one to hit already on Sentinels and Wardens, um, uh, talking about KO, KO you couldn't get plus one to hit, I don't think. So your Ironclad, your Ironclad can have plus one you to hit. You got reroll ones to hit, so they're, so they're much better. Yeah, yeah. So like plus one to hit on an ironclad, and then you charge it, and he's got plus one save, or he stands and shoots. Or wait, actually, um, uh, it's a combat phase. So actually, if you have an ironclad and you had three CP, you could give him plus one save in your sorry, plus one to shoot in your shooting phase. Then they charge you, and you can do stand and shoot, and then you can give yourself plus one for save in combat. So yeah, ironclad stonks through <laughs> the roof. Yeah. Uh, Owen, good shout. Bow hunters. Uh, so you could have like a bunch more bow hunters, just a brick of twelve bow hunters, never moving, just shooting away. Uh, thanks, Horny Beast, for resubscribing. Being one inch of two at a time. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> just gotta get it up. Um, yeah, I think ogres uh, are better. Kits are better. Trogos with plus one to hit because they couldn't get plus one to hit before. So I mean, it, like, I mean, like everything that couldn't get plus one to hit is now just better. Like. That's and that that's most armies to be fair, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like the 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 ability to give an army that can already reroll hits and wounds or just hit rolls or whatever, giving them plus one to hit, is much better than like giving Ungor plus one to hit. Right, like Ungor is still going to struggle, 
Dryads are still going to struggle, where KO and Storm Fiends are still going to be are, are going to be much much better because they're rerolling hit rolls. They're plus one to hit versus Ungor that are just plus one to hit. You know what I'm saying? Like Night Haunt are still going to be Night Haunt just with plus one to hit and not rerolling, or maybe they reroll, but they're Night Haunt still. So I mean, maybe plus one was the key, but probably not. I mean, these two are huge. These are going to come up all the time. And actually, I quite like how reactive they are. But I think you can plan your list into them. Like, for instance, you can just be like, cool, I'm going to have Archeon in Host Arcanum. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to give him plus one save, plus one to wound. I'm going to womp him into charge. I'm going to give him plus one to hit. Um, and then I'm going to, like, I'm just going to, like, smash face. And then they're going to try and hit me back, and I'm going to give him another plus one save. And Oracular Visions is going to stack the whole time. So that's going to work really nicely. That's going to work really nicely for him. Um, uh, Iron Golems. Any Idolaters players out there? Iron Golems on a four-up rerollable turn into a three-up rerollable. Get your stonks ready. Uh, that works. So yeah, th- those are the ones I think you're going to see. They're going to be more important, personally, than uh, than than Unleash Hell. Uh, then we saw this War Scroll Killer Boss with Stab Grot, um, and you can make a unit. Uh, immune to Battleshock, which is pretty nice. All part of the plan. Um, he's got like a 6-up DPR, but other than that, he's like, he's whatever. He's fine. Threes and threes. He's just a little character. Uh, so maybe he'll have a nice artifact. You what? He only has a 6-up till his Grot dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the first time. So that he's got one 6-up ignore. <laughs> one time. <laughs> and then the Grot's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, oh, Gatebreaker Stonks, of course, Gargant's obviously, um, Gargant Stonks pretty huge, but I would expect Gargant's points to go up, um, personally, if I was a Gargant player, I wouldn't expect to be able to take three Mega Gargants in the future, probably just two, is, um... It, well, they could still go up, because they're all, like, 470, 480, so they could go up to, like, 500 and they'd be fine. I think, I think you make it so you can only <laughs> have two. I think they'll make it so you can only have two. Because you can, in, in their finest hour, do, you can do that on, um... Uh, a mega gargant yeah. like wham him in sure. like it's gonna yeah. and you can have two three up you have two three up save gargants mega gargants. You bo- i'm not no, you whatever I know you're yeah not. But, but but yeah but like are you bothered by that oh no i'm not bothered by that no that's fine yeah either they'll be, be on two objectives <laughs> like, <laughs> stay there lads oh, i want to come and get you but i gotta stay here it's like ah. Oh. it's like when you go like when you're a kid you used to knock on your on your mate's door, you'd be like, coming out to play, they'd be like, I, I want to, but i got to stay here, man. Uh, it's <laughs> boring, I know, but it's got to stay here. Um, having uh, anyway. Huh? So having friends must have been nice, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have looked the way you look. That's your fault. Uh, <laughs> is that, oh, right, next up, uh, um, I'd be pissed if I bought three Megas. Um, we'll see, we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, and all the bugs I put in the coffee shops around Nottingham are not accurate. Um, uh, love this model. I love this model too. I'm, by the way, I'm like I'm gonna play uh, these guys, Joe. But it, they're my painting project. I'm not doing, you know, like tournament. This is gonna be like a couple of colours and and gone. These guys yeah, are gonna yeah. be like, nah. I'm gonna paint this them. The one that, that you'll be painting until December, and then yeah, yeah. And then maybe... I'm hoping it's pointed for Age of Sigmar Four. That's what I'm hoping. They pointed it. For oh Age yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that makes um, sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, the change to this is huge. As both Zinch players, me and Joe are very excited about Chronomantic Cogs, has changed. 
Previously, if you sped up time, you would add plus two to movement and charges board wide. Now, if you speed up time, you add one to charge rolls for units wholly within 18, which is rubbish and no one cares about it. However, if you slow down time, you, uh, wizards can attempt to cast one extra spell if they're commanding players hero phase while they are within six inches of the endless spell. At the start of the hero phase, if there's so a friendly wizard within six, they can try and change it. This is, as I already said, awful. But if you're a siege player, it's brilliant. So good. Because obviously you generate eight points yeah, for each spell you cast, and now you're just mm-hmm. casting spells like they're going out of fashion. Can you, what extra spells can you cast on pinks? You can't. Uh, no, you can't. So it's not going to help, because the pinks can't cast any extra spells. Well, not for pinks, but like... It helps the change caster get its nine off, like nine plus battery, uh, like ability more often. It helps the Lord of Change, like it helps everything that you're scouting uh, in the hero phase or before the game starts on um, on Holster Canum units. So Fate Weaver steps up, and the Lord of Change steps up six inches into your d- deployment zone and starts casting before the game starts, or like. At, at the start of their hero phase or whatever. So now instead of just Fate Weaver being plus one cast, it's now both. And then the the uh, the change caster can get more than one cast for every nine plus it rolls. So it does nine. So it rolls its first one for nine, second one for nine, third one for nine. If it fails one of those, then it uses the extra one from Cogs and starts its nine plus all over again. And Blue Scribes now has a reason to have an extra spell because he was always only casting his own spell, always, yeah. like, for and like forever. But now he also gets extra spells, so like, yeah, it's it's really good. Playing so Zinch the, is going to be the, insane the two, now. The two armies I think it hugely affects is Zinch and of course Lumineth Realm Lords because they, they yep. cast their they bless their weapons with Sun Metal, and then yep. in addition. They can now cast their their, their spell the spell law which they previously had. Um, I do wonder if they're going to FAQ it so that the LRL like the like Pink Horrors because Pink Horrors used to also be able to cast spells in mm-hmm. addition to casting their War Scroll spell. So I assume or I hope that it, with the big FAQ update, what we'll see is things like Sentinels and Wardens not be able to cast anything other than bless some metal weapons. That'd be pretty big for them, for sure. Or Pinks will just go back to being able to cast other spells. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> that's the worst version. No, Joe, that's the version we don't want. <laughs> there were two options the there. There was, I a, want. there was a road to redemption and there was a road to horror. And Joe went down the murky, dark road to hate. He was like, why don't you just make it so Pink Horus can cast spells again? No. Um, I mean, that would be the road to horror, wouldn't it? Huh? That we, no one that wants be- that. Yeah, it would be. Loads of horrors. Uh, <laughs> Uh, how does Seraphon summon? Seraphon give up uh, give up a spell to summon, and you can only do it once. Am I right at that? Or you can do it multiple times, Jeff. Yeah, it's once per their for their general slant or whatever. Yeah, and then their banner gives them an extra one, and some other jerk gives them an extra one. They might get one per turn. I don't know. Uh, what, uh, Sedmar wants to talk about retributors. What would you like to talk about with retributors? Um, it's, <laughs> it's not getting. To be fair, it's not. It's your fault you didn't all buy Lumineth uh, to be able to use the the cogs. So this is really good, right? The thing that's probably maybe a negative about this is it's taken away maybe a core mechanic for a lot of armies. They were Deep Strike 9 and they were like, I cast Cogs, I Deep Strike 9, and then I go for it. 
like we saw at the weekend, we saw Tim try and play with his uh, blood crushes and try and get that like plus two to charge so that he like had that extra charge off. We have Nighthorn dropping up and like I'm going to get plus two to charge from my Nighthorn. So Cogs was a pretty big deal for a lot of different armies. Um, and I think that that's a little bit like that's a bit tough for them. What do you think? Yeah, for you, like for Cogs be, like, being just plus one to charge now. Yeah, and and wholly within eighteen. I mean, I guess it's it's not as it's probably like, it's worse for your opponent because now you can pick and choose where it, where it affects instead of affecting the whole table. Like that was always the scare, right? You're like, well. Like, I don't think I ever really saw. Like, I don't. I don't know if I ever really saw it with plus two, or if I did see it with plus two, everyone forgot about it except for the player who was turning, like who was like, using it, because they were like, "Well, I'm plus two, and then you'd go to move and be like, "Well, I'm still not plus two. and then like then after your turn was over, you're like, "Oh crap, I was plus two to charge and move," but I felt that charge, or I could have moved farther over here. So like I, like in my personal experience, I never saw it used with plus two move to great effect anyway, or it wasn't. Or the other player, if they did, the other player would forget about it. So this just makes it more centralized, I guess. Okay, all right. And Sumpworks pointed out uh, that uh, yeah. with Seraphon, it's D3 summoning points per slan or oracle who gives up a spell. So if you have a, a bunch of oracles or slans, um, and you can potentially get some more summoning there. Um, uh, okay, uh, I, there's uh, some of the other things. JPC was pointing out, Teclas cast Twin Stones and Cathala cast Cogs with plus three uses her silver one to cast Mystic Shield, and then Cogs for her War Scroll spell with plus seven to cast. Uh, so uh, there's going to be some good stuff. Obviously, it doesn't I give mean, you plus one to cast for Cogs, it just gives you an extra cast. Uh, yeah, like right. it's just, yeah, it's an extra cast. Hey, uh, look at the stonks from uh, for the Cities of Sigmar who played at the weekend. A Hallow Heart, so now three mm -hmm. casts per wizard. Uh, they're not going to know what to do with themselves. Uh, they, they're going to have more casts than spells that they have access to in that setup. But it does mean that you can maybe put some nice casters out there like in other cities' armies because they're plus one cast. I mean, I was one who was always complaining about the fact you only had a, uh, one cast wizards. And now they're like, well, lol, now you can have loads. And I'm like, okay. For 80 points, you can cast as many times as you want. Yeah, we don't have any points. Really. You would assume there's going to be a points yeah. change. But it feels like what they think that they might have done is nerfed the thing. Like, they've clearly reduced how effective charging is going to be. So, and then they've buffed... Shooting and magic. Shooting and magic. Well, they specifically, this is probably, if there was a core mechanic, other than taking away the reroll charge command ability, which they haven't done, probably Cogs was up there as the most important, like, uh, fix that you could throw into your army to try and deal with, comp like, try and get your units into charge. Yeah. Like, um, so yeah, that's useful. Uh, Pete, with more cast, you can try and dispel more endless spells. That's nice. I really like that. Um, that's really good. So yeah, this is a this is a pretty big change for some armies and some playstyles and some lists, right? Overall, Joe. Yeah. So what? Do yeah, you, uh, absolutely. So Twitch chat and you, Joe. I uh, know we've gone on for ages now. Um, where do you like? How do you feel about everything that you've seen so far? Like generally. I mean, I, just like every edition, I feel like we'll get used to it and we'll figure it out. And the rules will only be watertight for so long, and then we'll need FAQs. But uh, like, 
it'll be interesting to see what does change and doesn't change when they drop this because this because like the rules are changing enough where i could almost see like another grand alliance order grand alliance death book from like aos zero like like remember those books no. because everything's changing so much like like they're not going to but, to, but like they could right like all, like all the all the endless spells are changing all the wizards are changing like like maybe I reckon, like, I reckon, like i reckon three endless spells are changing like i reckon it's like that one maybe geminids I don't, think Port, I don't think portal will, i don't think portal will change i think portal will stay the same um, yeah yeah you think demon fire Rift will actually stay the same huh you think demon fire Rift will stay the same uh oh, see that's the that's the one thing i think that like i don't want to like okay i'll just say it. i think they're too lazy to go through all of the um the endless spells for the factions as well i think like they might look at the core ones and they'll be like we'll move a couple of those around but i don't i don't think they're gonna go i think i think it's just not on their in their remit i don't think that i don't think it can be asked like unless it came up in playtest and someone was like look this is a real issue if this moves twice and demon rift is right up there with the the but clearly the playtesting didn't work before anyway so yeah, like they yeah. ignore playtesting anyway, so it doesn't really matter like if it came up or not. Uh, thanks, Team Ancash and uh, and Nurgle Matthew and everyone else. Um, uh, so uh, I don't think I don't think every generic spell will change. I think a load of them will stay the same. I think Portal will stay the same. I think Bridge will stay the same. Uh, I think the Soul. Uh, I think uh, Lacorn the Soul Seeker will stay the same. Um, who's got some really funny stonks? If you can move him every turn, by the way. Mister Scoot Scoot. Like, yeah, Mister Scoot Scoot. Yep. Move your shooting unit up. Shoot, shoot, yeah, and then in their hero phase, be like toot, toot away, right? And then, <laughs> and then if they charge you, do some more shoot, shoot. You can and every turn and, and and every time you're making two blues, <laughs> you just yeah, be like, look, I'm toot, toot, shoot, shoot in a way. Yeah, rally that unit, try and rally the, those pigs back. It's, it's one unit of just awfulness. I'm just just moving around the boat, moving around the board like a '90s drive-by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's been so good um uh like i like all of this stuff and i'd like and obviously the context like the you can't discuss it without context sometimes feels a bit silly because lots of this does apply to units that you're thinking about and if nothing else it's I mean, a good like it's a good way of like banging your head against the problem like earlier on when we talked about obr uh, and someone pointed out the fact that obviously you can't give a plus one save and reroll saves because that would be two command abilities that you would use yep. at the same time. So that's always something to be conscious of. And then you brought up the fact that you can charge a skinks, they can stand and shoot, but it's also the other skinks that can shoot. And it's like the double. So that's fucking awful. <laughs> uh, right, Joe. Um, so everyone, uh, thanks for listening for, to that bit. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Joe, at the weekend, if you guys want some update, you came third at an event with some Helon uh, Lumineth Realm Lords. Do you want to tell us about the army and how it went? Yeah, uh, so yeah, Bug Eater GT down in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, so the I know you were like talking down on the foxes when they like when they dropped as they were uh, the the wind spirits, the foxes. Yeah, I was just like, whatever, man. They're just gonna do their stuff, but I don't care. All right, so here, so like, so my view on them was. Hold on, I, I just need to thank. I just need to thank four twenty Swaghetti Yolanese four twenty. For donating four pound twenty, uh, I love all of that. Yeah, four twenty spaghetti yolanese four twenty. Thank you, as a real person. Thanks for the four pound twenty donation. All right, Mac, writing this. I never use Sentinels, so I can come on whenever I want to. Then it's on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so 
if I told you that you could take a 16 wound monster with a five up save, sometimes a four up, five up funeral pain, eight shots hitting on twos, wounding on threes, ran two D3, four attacks in combats with the same profile, and two D3 attacks, and did a three plus to do a mortal wound and minus one to hit for 500 points, would you take it? Would you also take it if it could never is be it, charged? Is it, is it movement 24 and can never be charged? Probably take it. Yeah. 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 Probably take so it. So if yeah. I just took that and I split it apart, it's the same thing and more mo- more mobile. So, like, So you do, do you use Severith or do you use two regular Wind Spirits? Both. Oh, so what was the list? Tell me what's in your list. Yeah, so it's so it's Severith, a Wind Mage, and two packs of Wind Chargers in their Huracan Battalion. It's then a Lore Seeker, a Cathalar, uh, a 10-pack of Wardens, two Wind Spirits, and a pack of two Allied Sharks with Nets. Yeah. Okay. Filth. <laughs> okay, so tell me how it worked. Tell me how it worked. What, what did it so, do? Yeah, so usually uh, what would happen is that like if I had first... Because it's pretty high drop. It's like seven drops. Like, so if I had first, uh, the three wind spirits would fly up and either single out units if they if they could, or uh, they would focus down one thing, and then they would be- either charge the thing to finish it off, or back off, just to score the like the middle field objectives while the rest of my army kind of sat back, and then my opponent would walk up to them, trying to charge or shoot them. And then instead of charging them, the Wind Spirits would then back up another 12 in their shooting phase so they could never be charged. And either my opponent would double or they would not. Uh, and if they don't, now they're usually close enough to where all my shooting can, can, can reach them. Or the three Wind Spirits can just hang out by themselves and still take care of what they need to. With the Lore Seeker sitting on objectives by himself in a corner. And the rest of it just bubbling on my side of the table. Um, and if they would double, then they were definitely close enough for everything. Um, whether they killed the wind chargers or not, like whether they decided to ignore the, the wind spirits or not, uh, would be up to the opponent. And if they made it all the way across the board, depending on if they killed, like like if they got to the wind chargers or not, then the wind chargers uh, would retaliate. And usually the sharks were behind the wind chargers. So even if they did kill the wind chargers, the three wind spirits are still alive. They come up, they shoot you, plus the two sharks shoot you, and then the two sharks charge, and the two sharks charging after the wind spirits have shot you is uh, disgusting. With eight attacks, threes, threes, rent two, two on the two sharks total. Uh, the sharks just ate whatever they wanted to, except for round one, the one that I lost. The sharks decided to not eat any snakes against Daughters of Cain. Terrible, terrible, terrible. sharks. Terrible. They were you tired. Think, I don't know sleepy. sharks eat snakes, though. They're not- yeah, I mean, they might eat eels. But I don't think they eat snakes because no. I don't know what snakes are in the ocean. So yeah, they 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 weren't used to those kind of snakes, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, so they so they they missed that. Uh, I made it. They, I like for turn for round one, the one that I lost. I made a few mistakes. Then the dice, like I said, the sharks failing to eat any snakes was really the problem. And then uh, I only like, but I was still up on even though making the mistakes and the sharks not eating snakes, I was up on points until turn three or four where we tied. And then uh, round five, he won priority and had more points than me. So the um, so that one was really like, was a was a really close game, and it was really one of the only close games at the, like at the whole event. Uh, second round was Night Haunt with a lore, on shifting objectives. Lore Seeker sat on one side. He fought over the other two. 
and my whole army just converges on his whole army in the middle, except for the one pack of wind chargers taking on like the other side. Um, he was really good sport though. So the guy I played round two with Night Hunt, he first round he played Bill Sweden, who won with KO, and then his round two was me. So he played first place and third place round one and two, back to back. But he was a super good sport about it. So uh, props to him for sure. Round three was three places of power against a walking ogre list with three heroes total, uh-huh. uh, which is rough when the lore seeker just auto caps one before the game starts. And then you can't charge me because your heroes have set on objectives and I can just shoot the ever living Christ out of you with, uh, <laughs> like, with everything, everything walks up to you, shoots you forever. And then the sharks charge you and finish off whatever's left. Um, and I got to tell you, Severith being able to ping pong back and forth for as many command points as I have uh, for three up, three mortal wounds. Well, yeah, he heals the, once in the hero no, sorry, phase. In, in Helon. It's because the commander believes oh, in Helon yep, is yep. to do it, right? Correct. So just for you guys yep. uh, unaware, so he moves 24 inches, uh, and then he uh, then after the shooting phase, in, in every shooting phase, yours and theirs, can move an additional 12 inches. And every time he moves over a unit, he does D3 mortal wounds like an end of spell. Uh, so that would be your turn and Joe's turn. And then there's Commander Billy and Helon at the end of combat. You can make an additional movement um, with that as well. So that's an additional D3 mortal wound. So can you do three or four D3 mortal wounds basically over the course of a single turn? Uh, on my first turn, I can do five. Five D3 mortal wounds just from just from Severith? Yep, correct. So five D3 mortal wounds before you charge or do any shooting. Well, so it's 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 move once for uh for so it's move in the movement phase for a D three, um the shooting phase move for a D three, which is after the shooting phase, and then he can pile in six inches and fight at three, and then uh, because he's in the battalion, he always counts as charging, so he can spend that command ability on himself, and that command ability lets them move uh, once for every command point you have, and you have two command points, so one for the battalion, one for the turn. And then if, as long as one of his moves ends him within 12 inches of the uh, of the shrine, the Cathlor throws another free command point on him to move. So it's in the course of one turn, he does 5d3 mortal wounds. Plus his four shots at Ren 3d3, hitting on twos, and then his two attacks in combat doing uh, Ren 2d3. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Real Poly Geek says, I wrote mostly Frigo Guard. You could kill 40 of them. I still don't care enough to tell their orphans. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, Real Poly Geek. Wow. Okay. Um, what would you say are the, like, the, the standout units, really, from, from, the, uh, from the army, Joe? Uh, Lore Seeker is incredible for 160 points. Uh, all of the Wind Spirits are incredible. And, um, and, the, and, the, and the Sharks. Like the whole like the whole army has no fat on it whatsoever. Like it's one of the leanest armies I think I've ever built. And but like the Helon ability to get extra shots while you're in combat, you would think doesn't come up too much until the wind chargers are piling in in your turn. Like like just at three inches. And then it's my turn and all of a sudden they're at sixteen shots for just five dudes at run one. Like three up three at run one. Um the whole list is filthy. Like the the, and it all works together. Like no one part really like supersedes the others because the like even like even the ten wardens are sitting in the back guarding the cathar the whole time. The amount of times that they would be casting five up funeral pain on themselves in the cathar 
and then the opponent gets to me and they're like, all right, cool, empower weapons this turn and they charge. Like happened almost every game. And yeah, like a lot of the games were over by turn two, turn three. Because they were either tabled or almost tabled. What would you uh would you change anything about the list? And also don't forget the battalions going away. How would you how would you change the list knowing that? Uh, so the other list idea that I have for this, that once the battalions go away, is uh, Severith, two packs of 10 Wardens, one pack of 10 Sentinels, and then five Wind Spirits. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, why? Uh, because that army can't get charged ever. And then... <laughs> <laughs> so I just take out, I take out half the meta, and then I, oh, I shoot the other half and yes. like all right so and, and again at that point it's what i don't even want to do the math 10 it's almost 60 it's 50 wounds of the five up funeral pain that move 24 in my turn and then 12 in every shooting phase you're not worried about capping objectives it it kills so fast that no wow okay because like so you think, you're you able to kill is a real yeah absolutely the uh, like so my my one mistake on the first on the first game that uh, then snowballed into bad dice rolls and everything else um, was I went directly for the little heroes in the back that were getting lookouts sir or had I just shot the like he had two five packs of shooty snakes and one twenty pack of combat snakes so had I just shot the shooty snakes I would have never lost anything like or like I at least would have never lost any of the wind spirits mm. and then been able to like but by then turn two i could have just cleared the rest of his combat snakes so you kill infantry fast enough like elite infantry fast enough or if they only have big infantry like big infantry squads you can clear the heroes that buff them fast enough but it's almost irrelevant and then they can never be charged is the other key the the uh yeah so talk to me about that because that's something that obviously came up uh when we had matt golds replay here at the super series we saw uh, the <laughs> we saw Speckles rage, and we saw the fox unable to be charged. Uh, answer me uh, how how your opponents honestly reacted and felt to it, and how you felt about it. Like I know it's a competitive environment, and everyone's aware of it, but were they shocked mm -hmm. or like talk to me, talk me through some of the responses? So uh, the the ogre player on three um, was like, "Wow, this is like." the worst matchup that I could have on like like on three places of power, obviously, because yeah. I have four heroes, he only has three, and my power projection is a lot farther range than his. Um and it's more concentrated. So he was like he was he was pretty bummed just because the matchup I got like on that mission was really bad for him. And then my round five uh was against a Giants player. Um was against the uh the the the, the Sons of Behemoth army that went I think he placed fifth to eighth one of the, one of those um he had also played bill the round before so i got all bill sweden's leftovers the whole event it was weird nice um <laughs> uh but no so i played played giants round five and about half like halfway through turn two or turn three uh he did get upset at because like his whole army is giants right his whole job is to charge things and the only things next to him are moving 12 inches away every shooting phase so he can't charge me he can't interact so the armies that couldn't interact with me were more frustrated than the armies that could. Um, and understandably so, right? Like, like me and the Giants player had a whole, like I had a whole talk during, during the game 
Um, like he got frustrated, but then like he cooled off and we talked about it. And I totally agree with him. I'm like, cause like the army isn't interactable for the most part, unless you have shooting. And then it's just like, who can outshoot who? Um, so, uh, so as, so as a, as a, like who's Gargans? I mean, Gargans do have a little bit of shooting, right? They can throw some rocks, but like, uh, yeah. like, uh, like, uh, and I don't want to make this all about MPE and other stuff, but I just do wonder, like, it's interesting, like, you having played a whole tournament with them, what people's kind of emotional responses would have been, because I, like, you, like, I would have been, like, like, if you just can't do anything, like, it's weird, it's been a long time, I would say, Sigmar, there's some examples where it's happened, so let's just make, put that out there, but where you just can't do anything. Like, how do you honestly yep. feel? Do you feel that they should be able to move that 12 inches in the shooting phase? No. Or do you, you don't think so? Yeah, like the giant player, I think he was like when he was talking about it, he was like, it, like it'd be better if it was like one shooting phase out of the turn, or like like out of the like out of the turn. So I either could do it in yours or in mine, like one like of a them. Once per game ability, or like a once per or once per battle round ability. Yeah, yeah. So like if they like if there was a limit to how far and when they could move, that would be fine. Um, or if it was only in my turn, that would probably be better too. Um, they definitely would be a lot more fragile for sure. Um, th those eight wounds would go away pretty quick, but it would make it a better experience for your opponent. Um, but that just isn't the case now. And like the, with battalions going away, it'll be interesting to see what happens because a lot of a lot of the jank was me counting as charging always. Yeah. In that Huracan battalion, so like my round four. Um, like during the middle of the game, he like he he was like, well, I gotta look up to see if I can leave the objectives and still score them. For using you know, most objectives, you you can walk away after you control them, you can still control them. Yeah, he's like, I gotta see if I can do that. I'm like, yep, yeah, like you definitely absolutely can. So he left all of his objectives to go kill two of my units that were holding my objectives. And while he did that, my wind spirits and wind chargers just moved or piled into the objectives that he left. So he lost control of those because I took them on his turn. Yeah, that he which is knew. that was the, that was the bit that like like I don't think I'd really like put into my brain. Like yeah, you can't charge them, but actually no. More importantly, they can put models on your objectives to to stop you scoring where previously you thought you were going to score. That's uh that's the bit that's actually like probably most impactful that you have to kind of see on the tabletop to really recognize. Um, I think that that's especially when yeah, especially when like. When I played against the Giants, he had we were playing on Scorched Earth, probably one of the worst matchups for him too. Yeah. Uh, so he had three three megas and one pack of three, and he, on his turn he had walked off of one like the far end objective, and Severith on his turn moved twelve away from the charges, piled in six, and spent a command point to go twenty four inches onto the objective that 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 he left. Amazing. So he like walked away off the objective, and then I went over forty inches and capped his objective that he walked off in one wow. turn, right? Like, so yeah. like in, in once like once he can no longer always count as charging, he can't do that in your turn anymore. So that'll be also different. But I mean, if he fights anything, he gets the ability to do that. So it's it'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, like they'll be they'll be moving to be within range of just one thing that can that can fight them but not kill them to like bait you into a charge and then they'll fly twenty four inches off. <laughs> it's probably what the plan would be. <laughs> like, so yeah, I mean, realistically, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's part it's of the nuts. rule sets, right? So it's something everyone's going to have yeah. to experience and everyone's going to have to be aware of it and everyone's going to have to just like be something that you kind of understand. But even some level of limited shooting is something you kind of want to say to yourself. 
can I put anything in my list that can maybe try and shoot some of these wind spirits? I mean, these wind spirits, not the everything other than Severith aren't heroes, are they? Yeah, no, they're just Severith. Yeah. Severith's now got a heal D three of potential every round as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah, for the yeah, um, from, from the heroic actions, so he can try and he- yeah. heal D three. So there's there's something to be said about his survivability going up as well. Um, as well as being able to use some of those core mechanics as well, because he can obviously like plus one stave, stand and shoot. Like there's a bunch of stuff plus one to hit. There's some really interesting things. Um, but yeah, like I think uh, thanks Joe for like playing it out there in the world, uh, because I think actually uh, like it almost needs to be played. I think and and listen to those experiences of you as the player and also as the people you played against. Uh, did you find it fun though? It must have like felt like you had so much power that level of movement and control. Oh, it's insane. Like, that's one of the reasons, I mean, besides the fact that they're both powerful, like, that's one of the reasons why Chain Shows was so, like, exciting, and people were like, how do you play the same army for two years in straight? And, like, because, like, playing Chain Shows, you're never really doing the same thing every time. Like, yeah, maybe your first couple, like, moves are the same, but really, it's the fact that you're so mobile throughout the entire game that I'm never in one place more than I need to be, and I can be wherever I wasn't. In, like in order to like push power in the right places and now this is the same thing but faster and and also the reason why i switched to this is because i don't think zinch can beat it like at all do you do you think it would be able to take out something like 45 blight kings like prop joe saying in the chat uh my first practice game was against uh a 30 blight king list uh that also had 10 of the uh, 10 of the combat seekers from Slanesh as an ally and I think I tabled him or, right, or, or like we played until I almost tabled him. So where's all the power come from? Uh, the, the concentrated firepower. So like the three wind spirits can put their damage into all, like one target until it dies into multiple targets or and or they, they, I actually charge with them more often than you'd think um, to get their extra shots. So they're actually six shots a turn at Ren 2, D3 damage. A 3 plus to be mortal wounds would be minus one to hit. Then they back up. And then after they charge you, they back up to 2.9 inches to fight you. So you can never hit them in combat unless you have a 2 to 3 inch reach because they're so far away still fighting you. And then you go. To, then on your turn, you go to pile in and they still back up another 3 inches. <laughs> <laughs> And then they give. Then if you're in combat with them on my turn, they get an extra shot. Uh, <laughs> right. It's enough. So man. like. It's enough. Yeah, Stop. it's really bad. Stop. They're already dead. Uh, all right. Well, amazing. So that was Buggy at GT. Uh, Joe, thanks for coming on the show. Yep. We've and then I'll have it. another event uh, for you next week. Uh, I'm going to ACO this weekend in Atlantic oh, yeah. City. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get. You're gonna get beat by Joe, Be- uh, uh, Jacob Berry, and Joe Pagano. Maybe physically, yeah. <laughs> but not on the tabletop. Wow. Okay. Just call them out there. Uh, so that's ACO this, this weekend as well. Uh, thanks to Cave Old uh, for resubscribing. Big love to you. Uh, yeah, it's been a long show. We've done an hour and a bit more than we normally do. So just loads to unpack. Joe, thanks for coming on or waking up very early this morning to come on the show for me today. Uh, it's been very much no appreciated. And also, thanks for giving us your experiences of the Wind Spirits. I think that that was actually... Uh, really, Jolly yeah. fans. The hashtag if I make one, fans. Owen, that's what it'll be called. <laughs> uh, so it's been very much appreciated having you on. You've been you've been really fun. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and listening live. You're all brilliant. 
Uh, big love to the Onslaught Gamer uh, audience. You guys, I like that you guys can just talk through even stuff, even though the sky is falling and everything is doomed, but also everything's and brilliant everything as is well. Boxes. Everything is fucked, but everything is also fucking brilliant. Somehow, both at the same time. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, that's how it works. Uh, you guys are great. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the podcast. You guys are also great, the silent masses, and also to the YouTube thugs. And uh, we could, yeah, Brill Doomed. That's where we were at. And we couldn't do it without everyone on Patreon. So uh, thanks for being on the Ocean World Game Patreon because that's the only thing that helps me live and, and feed myself. So uh, love, 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 love. Joe, have you got any shout outs you want to do today? Uh, I think I have my first. I think I also did a review of the events. It should be going up on Goonhammer in like a few days. It also went up on my Patreon. And then otherwise, I think I'd be watching the Goonhammer reviews for third edition coming out. Because that'll be... There's a lot of work going into that. And I'm really excited to see like Like you're not just writing, we're all fucked at the top. That's the easiest way to... Yeah, I mean, obviously the like the YouTube like clickbait or like titles, of course. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. Uh, hello to the yeah. Thanks to the context gang uh, <laughs> in the chat. You guys are great. Uh, we're gonna go raid someone uh, because we haven't done that in a while, so that'll be fun. And it just seems like there's someone lovely doing some painting, so let's make them happy. Specifically because they're doing a Chaos Lord and Carcadrag, which looks fucking baller. So let's do that. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Brilliant. Join me again tomorrow. Let's have a nice day. <laughs>